There can be no other than to seven burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to CV. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3 Unleashing the power of Biggest conversation. Cassio Titi, Cassia no Cono. What can I go by? What can I go This is a, a song that makes joyful way joyful way. Dromoso. No he wale kashio chichi yeno ko he wo. O 
Led by the great TV Olamte. It is grace that saved us. It is grace that will sustain us. And it is grace that will glorify us. Not by works of righteousness, not by strength, not by might, it's not by power, but by the spirit of grace. You need grace. Grace is a divine enablement, an ability that you get from above. For every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, from the Father of light, with whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. And he gives more grace to the humble. Wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So grace is available for all, but it's easily accessed by the humble. And a proud man faces resistance from God. I think the lesson is clear. Starting the show with Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Jumping into the newspaper review and business and sports within the first hour. And it's brought to us by ADB. You can extend your repayment period, reduce your interest rate, and maintain your existing monthly repayment in our top-up loan. It's a special top-up loan to meet your needs like rent, mortgage, domestic needs, and more. Call us on 059-384-4898. That's 059-384-4898. Or visit any of our branches, ADB, Truly Agric, and more. All right, so I had something this week at a meeting which I thought would be nice for business sense. And I'm not, I'm not sure I'm quoting it well, but he said, my boss said something. He said, we were all at war, but we found out that everybody had their own personal battles. <laughs> we, we were in a war, but apparently people were having their own personal battles within the war. So it appears as though the personal battles took precedence over the collective war. And I, that hit me so hard. Don't let your personal battle detract you from the collective war. Now, I, I wish I had the words to explain what this means to me. So let's give an example. So the company wants to do well, but there are petty squabbles among managers. And therefore, our personal battles become a hindrance to the achievement of the objectives of war. Our country. Our, our main war is against poverty, neocolonialism, and all the things that Kwame Nkrumah spoke to us about. But we have our personal battles. Charlie, we have to deal with our opposition people. We have to deal with NDC, MPP. Or we have to deal with this ethnic group or the other. So don't let the personal battles get into the way or get in the way of the collective war. So we thought we were at war. But we realized we didn't make much progress because while we were fighting the enemy, there were personal battles among our ranks. So what battles in your ranks 
are sabotaging the collective effort. These are the little, little foxes that destroy the vineyard. Start with yourself. Don't look at other people. You probably are not as focused on the task as you think. Because whilst everybody else is moving this direction, you just mean somebody, Charlie. <laughs> All right, so that was business sense. Think about it. And this one, I got some You said it in a meeting, and I wrote it down. So that's business sense brought to you by ADB, truly a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Yes, indeed. It's called the Warrior Song. The vultures fly, the wind is high, the warrior fights, the battle of power. The scavengers wait, which finds their space. Death is late, the battle of power. Get on with it and get it done. 
For he who fights and runs away lives to fight another day. Osibisa in their element. <laughs> I don't know which of the Osibisa songs is my favorite, but it's certainly among the top five for me. Such a, such a well produced song. I love it, I love it, I love it. Osibisa you know, has done so much, you know. A nice groove, man. It's a nice groove. Yeah. All right, so this review is brought to us by Total Energies Marketing PLC, your trusted OMC. We've been adjudged the Petroleum Company of the Year for three consecutive times by the CIMG. We've been inducted into the CIMG Hall of Fame for Petroleum, and we're committed to the delivery of quality and innovative products and services that enhance customer experience. With great pride, we dedicate these awards to you, our valued customers. Thank you for unwavering trust and loyalty to the Total Energies brand. So a couple of things on my mind this morning, guys. So I got a long email from a man whose wife was due for cesarean section at the Sunyani Government Hospital. And he's basically just complaining about how he feels they are being ripped off. It's a long letter, but I'll probably read it later on. He's talking about how every basic thing he needs to buy, they, they don't tell him from the beginning. Apparently, they sort of go and buy this, then he'll go, go and buy this, then he'll come. So it's like almost one up and down. And he's also saying that like, some of the medical supplies that he's supposed to get are being sold in provision shops around the hospital. So the NHIS card is not working. And it seems as if people have set up private businesses to cash in on desperate patients. You know, and he lists the things like, it's just it's, it's terrible, you know. So he's wondering whether the NHIS card has any value. Uh, let me be honest with you. Man. And that every single, let me read part of it. So no, I'm just telling you, I'll be honest, I don't use it. You don't use it. No, no, no. I paid. Yeah. You know, I don't bother myself with it. I've been to Kolebu for the past month mm-hmm. a few times. And you're right. I have the card, but I just pay. Just uh, pay. I'll pay and do what because I Because even when you have the card, you will still end up paying. And people should not say it's because maybe I can afford it or not. A lot of people, a lot of people, people pay. Look, a lot of people pay. Well, okay. let me read some portions. My wife was in labor, had been booked for a cesarean section on Monday, January 30, for pre-assessment in order for her to be ready the next day. This is how we started. On that night, I was given a prescription form to go buy the drugs they claim were not available at the facility, amounting to 177 CDs. These drugs were pethidine hydrochloride, diclofenac suppository, and, and metradine. Metradinazole. <laughs> Charlie, that's like an evil spirit. Oh. <laughs> now, as if that wasn't enough, the next day, which was Tuesday, which was the day of the surgery, I was given another prescription form to go and buy a surgical device called a diathermy pencil used to coagulate or cut biological tissue. Simply put, a device for operation, and this time around, guess what? I didn't go outside at the facility, but right there in the hospital premises, a short meters away from the labor ward, which is meant for provisions, was where they were selling this, the itemy pencil. And the itemy pencil in the provision shop, sounds funny, right? Well, this device cost 65 CDs. Later bought another pethidine upon request for 60 CDs. Apparently, my wife had to be taken to the theater. I was taken, told by one midwife to buy two rubber mats, 50 CDs, one for my wife, that for my baby. According to this, to protect her from da 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 da. Then he goes on and on and on and on, talks about other things he had to buy. The NHS card was not working. The worst of all is that when she was discharged on Friday, after he had bought virtually every drug that was used, he checked her bill and it was still 768.84. And he says, Sunyani Regional Hospital is cashing in on patients. He's not happy. We should go and do an investigation. He's disappointed. And blah, blah, long story, you know. He's venting. Do you know, do you know what pain He sent this message at 
1252 a.m. So I saw it. What is keeping the man awake at 1252 a.m.? Send a message about his wife. But thankfully, they have a baby. The wife is alive. And we are, you get me? But as, as I write this piece, I'm still buying sterile surgical gloves, plaster, spirit, and gauze for the treatment of her wounds. Then he says, Lord, have mercy. He doesn't have his name. So I'll say two things. Thank God that your wife is alive and strong because there are some people who don't even get this yeah. in Ghana. There are some hospitals that when your wife is pregnant and you go, you don't even know she's going to come out alive. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't expect better. Yes, we have to deal with the Sunyan government hospital and other hospitals for the inconvenience they put patients through. Hmm. But we also have to be grateful that the doctors were able to help her or the midwives or whoever for her to have the baby soundly. And whatever is keeping you awake at 12.52 a.m., Hopefully, you will have happier days as the child grows. But we'll deal with this issue. So let's start with the headlines, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I started the morning with this. No, no, no it's, it's important. It's, it's, it's important. important. I'm it's sure important. if you have a chance to speak to the hospital, and probably most of the public hospitals, Bernard, I'm sure they will tell you that they're not getting the supplies yeah, they they're need. They're also struggling. And they're struggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Uh, you you go, you first. go. The Ghanaian Times front page is where we'll start. At investing in African mining in Daba, make Ghana your investment destination. This is um, Abujina, of course, speaking to foreign investors in mining. Also, are you still missing after Turkey earthquake? That's a question being asked on the front page of the Ghanaian Times. And NACOP destroys cannabis worth, get this, 50 million Ghana cities. Mm. They burned it. Challenge. Publication of COVID-19 expenditure audits is premature, says the Auditor General. Mm. And National Chocolate Week celebration launched. Yep, we're gearing up for Valentine's Day, um, what we call Chocolate Day. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole week that's going to be yeah. um, celebrating this. So you can read more about that in the Ghanaian Times. Front page of the Daily Graphic goes with a building I've always wondered what it was about. $85 million project abandoned for 12 years. <laughs> it's the 17-story La Towers. I'm sure you've seen that building. Very yep. next door to yep. the lab. Palm. Palm, yes. Mm-hmm. Due to funding and litigation, there are two stories here. The Pentecostal and Charismatic Council have a message to the government. Or for the government. Downsize government. Cut cost. That's what they are saying. Ghana closed to 50%. Cocoa processing targets. Kujapongkoma has this message. And ECT Lenisia before Parliament. All right, the business finder front page. U.S. initiative to drive industry. Ghanaian startups in climate, technology, and innovation space are to benefit from this. And review domestic air travel service charge upwards. Wow. Ghana's vegetable exporters shine in Berlin. Well, that's good. And um, more in the business finder. Four pages of the Anchor newspaper. AMA task force unleashes violence on traders. Public condemns inhumane action. And then also on the front page, Ghana's hub of oil, gold, and cocoa denied cabinet portfolio again. As Bahama NDC baits Western region with juicy promises. The Chronicle front page, NDC warmonger surrenders to police and he's expected in court today. Also, Punish trial has not delayed for six years. All right. Ghana Baptist Convention launches, launches 60th anniversary and the Ashanti region records 51.6% COVID-19 vaccine coverage, according to the Ghana Health Service. Also, Matthew chapter 12, verse 36. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. Front page of the Daily Guide, finally from me. Bernard, uh, the NPP is rubbishing the NDC's economic comments. Uh, says NDC warmonger nabbed, put down guns, Minister to Boku Youth. Uh, that's the Dominic Nitiwo, mm. the Minister of Defense. And finally, Bernard, listen to this one. Mm-hmm. Nana Grada dragged to court mm. over nude pictures. 
The COVID report was prematurely published, but the uh, the finance committee, no. the public accounts committee chair says he's he's not having any of no that. Problem. Uh, other stories have taken the best decisions for Netco, according to the MD. Treat perpetrators of Boku conflict as criminals. This is needful to the military. And as I read, publication of COVID report expenditure unconstitutional, according to the AG. And then um, those are stories. A few more stories on that website as well. Uh, minority condemns Reverend Kusibuatin suit against Ablakwa. Illegal miners dig five meters close to Accra Kumasi Highway at Osino. And then, meanwhile, a Nyinam youth clash with police over arrest of illegal miners. So this is really getting, you know. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the AOMC say gold for oil will lead to arbitrary selection of BDEX. It's an unfair practices. I'll bring you this story. My John Online is leading with the AG's views on the audit report. He says, unpublish the premature COVID report. I wonder how you unpublish a report mm-hmm. that's already gone out. Uh, Atufosin is also speaking. He says, I had no grudge. I hold no grudge against colleagues who protested my leadership. And then, um, DDEP, we are testing Ophoriates Christianity, individual bondholders on call for exemption. So this is, totally is gone all the way. And uh, Tamamoto is gone. Apply common sense when driving. Experts tell drivers. Yesterday, a, a friend called me and said people crossed the Tamamoto with reckless abandon. Uh, let me take you somewhere. BBC's Africa page. Goffer, you like this story. Okay, you wouldn't like this story, but you know the story. Kenya police surround ex-interior minister's home. Mm. And apparently, they say he's been harassed. I think there's a new Kenya law. Mm. So, that's uh, something we should keep an eye on. City Business News. Airport passenger service charges inadequate, according to the Ghana uh, civil aviation or Ghana Airports Company, they are saying the amount we pay for domestic travel on service charge is too low. So we should review it. Let's get into the details. Okay. Well, can we start with Christian Achu? Now, in the Ghanaian Times, Achu still missing after Turkey earthquake? There's a question they're asking. Ghana International Christian Achu Chassam may have still been, may still be buried under the rubble in the earthquake that Turkey, that occurred in Turkey on Monday morning. This conflicts with earlier spine tingling reports that suggested that the Hatay spore of Turkey winger had been found 26 hours after the 7.8 magnitude quake that brought down thousands of buildings and killed about 11,000 people in several Turkey. Turkish and Syrian cities. Now, the vice president of the club, Mustafa Uzat, had earlier told Radio Gol that Achu had been pulled out of the rubble after hours of uncertainty and whisked to hospital. Hmm. Now, he insisted that an interview uh, in an interview with BN Sports on Tuesday that several players and officials, including the talented Ghanaian winger, had been rescued from the yes, rubble. This was followed by information from the Ghana ambassador to Turkey, Francisca Ashiti Odunton, that she had been assured by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in that country that he had been found 
rescued and sent to a medical center because he was found with injuries. That thrilling piece of information brought huge relief to the nation and the family of the player. But just as Ghanaians were thinking, thanking God for what many described as a huge miracle, there was another update from Hatay Sport. They said that he's still unaccounted for. According to the club, he could not be traced at any of the hospitals treating earthquake victims. They added that the one who was earlier alleged to have been retrieved was actually not Christian. It's a really disconcerting story, and now we don't know what to make of it. Let me take you to page 16 of the Daily Graphic, where the Pentecostal and Charismatic Council, Mm. uh, they are making a call on the government. Reduce size of government, hold a meeting on the economy, Yes, and Uh, let's get things going. uh, The Ghana Pentecostal and Charismatic Council has said there's an urgent need to downsize government machinery and cut down expenditure to build confidence to address the country's economic challenges. The ecumenical body also emphasized the importance of the government demonstrating a strong sense of burden sharing to encourage key bondholders to fully accept the debt, domestic debt exchange program voluntarily to help the country make its debt sustainable. Quote, this would include the government explicitly and verifiably cutting down on its expenditure, including reducing the size of government, among other areas. This is very critical to encourage the, buying in, the buy-in of the public. And this is part of a communique issued at the end mm-hmm. of their conference of heads of churches and organizations. Will the government listen? That's they, they, the big question we should nobody. ask. Now, mm-hmm. a few stories. Public Accounts Committee uh, chairman is reacting to the AG. So let me start with the AG, which I thought was an interesting story. So the Attorney General is basically saying that the Auditor General's publication of the COVID expenditure report is unconstitutional. So Attorney General says that the the publication is premature and unconstitutional. In a letter to the Auditor General, the Attorney General said Article 1875 of the Constitution mandates the Auditor General to submit his report to Parliament and and in that report draw attention to any regularity in the accounts audited. He added that the Article 1876 requires that Parliament must then debate the report and appoint when necessary in the public interest a committee to deal with matters arising from it. According to the Attorney General, it is only after satisfying the constitutional requirements of submitting the Auditor General's report to Parliament, the subsequent debate by Parliament thereon, and the conclusion of the work by the appropriate committee that the report of the Auditor General will be considered final and relevant as is taken. You know, a lot of people complain that by the time the report gets audited at the, the parliamentary committee, it's so long ago, people have forgotten and all of that. So I felt that the, the, I don't know whether this report was leaked or whether it was sent. It, some people even feel that this report was part of the conditionalities for the IMF deal, mm-hmm. the, the audit of the COVID expenditure. Mm-hmm. So the Auditor General, Attorney General is coming on a legal point. Okay, Abedi is the chairman of the Public Accounts Committee. He has defended the Auditor General for publishing the report. Now, uh, Mr. Abedi, uh, let me go to Abedi. In an interview with Test News, he insists that the Auditor General did not breach the law as alleged by the Attorney General. He said Article 1875 mandates the Auditor General to submit to Parliament the government's audited reports not less than six months after the end of the work, which the Auditor General has done and fulfilled the provision of the Constitution. He stressed that the Auditor General only executed the constitutional mandate by publishing the report and admonished the Attorney General to take measures to amend Section 23 of the Audit Service Act to ensure that the publication is done after the report has been debated by the Public Accounts Committee. But until then, the Auditor General is fully carrying out his constitutional mandate. So the sticky point is whether the debate ought to have happened before the public should see the report. The Auditor General just went in compliance with the law. The Constitution said he should submit the report to Parliament, and he did that. The Constitution also said he should publish the report, and he has done that. 
We should look in fact, out the for... law says that the same moment that he submits to parliament is the same moment that he publishes. Publicly. But my point is, what's the point of all this? What do we want? What, we want to see it. What is the... What is the... What... So, okay, so this unconstitutional thing, the Attorney General is saying, whose who's ox is being goaded? Mm. People have wasted our money that we want to catch them. Right? <laughs> then you are saying that... Today, I mean, like, what... It's like next speaking constitutional. I said we've heard him. Ah, we've heard him. Our money's into the tune of three billion something, yeah, we've heard which him. we are going to beg IMF for has been taken. Then you say we are constituting. Actually, we shouldn't be doing such things. Oh. Meanwhile, the OMCs are also not happy with the gold for oil deal. Really? Yes. The Association of Oil Marketing Companies say the government's attempt to import oil under the gold for oil policy must be done in a balanced manner. To avoid any form of discrimination and ensure fairness to all licensed parties. Mm. The association in a statement described as unfair the distribution of the products to some selected bidex, adding that it does not augur well for market fairness. Quote, we note that the declared fact that the imported quantity of products under the Gulf Oil Program is inadequate to meet the monthly consumption of the country. And the indication is that BOST is compelled to restrict distribution of the product to selected bidex to the exclusion of others. Notwithstanding that the product is bought and imported with the public funds, this does not augur well for market fairness. So basically, Edidija has come into the team. <laughs> they are saying it's an arbitrary mechanism and they need more transparency in the way these BDCs are selected. Okay. Well, speaking of fuel, you'll like this story, Bernard. Now, in the editorial of the Business Finder, UG's plastic waste to fuel project is a huge innovation. Now, you know, they've been converting plastic waste to yeah. fuel. This is huge. It's great. The Institute of Applied Sciences and Technology of the College of Basic and Applied Sciences at the University of Ghana, Legon, has begun turning plastic waste into three different kinds of fuel. It's mm-hmm. producing petrol, diesel, and gas from the Go plastic UG. waste. Go UG! Go <laughs> UG! This is done by reprocessing them into high-value fuels and chemicals for households or small running engines. Professor David Dodu-Ahin, who's the director of the institute, told the media during a workshop that the initiative is at a stage that needs more funding for upscaling. Now, this was in collaboration with the 20th anniversary of the School of Engineering Sciences and the 75th anniversary of the University of Ghana. It was funded by the French Embassy. The theme was strengthening research and innovation capacities in sustainable energy production. Stay with the finder. Front page is talking about U.S. also talking about climate Yes. Resilient right. industry. industry just, just link that for me. Yeah, so Ghana's entrepreneurial and business landscape is set for a major boost. Mm. The U.S. government is going to support and partner on this. It's dubbed Partnership Opportunity Delegations. It's an is- initiative of the U.S. Department of State's Office of Global Partnerships, a 16-member delegation made up of representatives of U.S. companies and organizations focused on climate, technology, and innovation. Now, they're in Ghana to engage Ghanaian businesses, startups, and policymakers to understand our dynamic entrepreneurial potential and to delve deeper into partnerships and investment opportunities. Now, they were at Impact Hub Accra mm-hmm. um, under its Net Near Accra initiative in partnership with Impact Hub in New York Metropolitan. Mm-hmm. The session is focused on the nexus of technology and sustainability, highlighting five companies who are doing pioneering work in the industry across mobility, green housing, and solar power technology. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. supporting, French supporting. Let me, let me, There's let also me a say, German one in the same paper. Let me say good morning Agribusiness. Uh, Ghanaian yeah, vegetable, Ghana's vegetable exporters. exporters doing very well. Oh, really? Say good morning to Mesty. 
No, no. Yeah, the Ministry of... I mean, government, a lot of these climate things are sponsored by the Europeans. I'm saying good morning to Mesty. So I can't say good morning now. Yeah, their the budget the is small. Yeah, I've not said anything. I said good morning, Mesty. Oh, you respond. Good morning to you. <laughs> Page 3 of the Anchor newspaper. Whilst we are chasing innovation, AMA task force is unleashing violence on traders. Oh. According to the paper, anyway. Ghanaians are enraged over the inhumane and unprofessional manner the AMA task force is handling an ongoing exercise at the Agbogloshi market to ward off traders who have displayed their footsteps on pavements and streets in the city as part of a sanitation campaign. What would have been a smooth exercise has turned out to be chaotic, with a task force led by AMA environmental health officers and traders engaging in fisticuffs in the full glare of the public. I've seen videos and Where pictures of this. Is the greater Accra? You know, I went to. I was still looking for him. I went to Abolosi last week. You know, at the height of uh, Henry Corte's work, yes. not only was old Fadama cleared. Yeah. The trucks that were littering the roads had all moved. Oh, they are back. I, I drive, went I drove there last this morning. Week and the trucks are all there. Well, I drove through there this morning. So, Henry Cote, please come back. Come back, come no, back, no, no, come it, back it, to it, me. He can't, can't, can't be tired. But you see, uh, isn't he, 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 come back. I thought he enabled the various uh, assemblies. Uh, uh, assemblies to function. Why? If so, if he doesn't go there himself... Let me tell you what happened. I lost what happened? It. That Ramsar thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah that Ramsar thing. You're right. You're right. We need to go You're back right. there. Let's go back to Alaska. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, okay. On the front page of the Daily <laughs> Graphic, um, it was built as the country's most luxurious seafront gated community and a destination of choice for high net worth individuals. Charlie? The 17-story La Beach Towers exceeded promise of pumped privacy <laughs> in the mystic Atlantic Ocean setting. After an artist's impression of the project was unveiled in 2011, by nearly 12 years on, the highly anticipated sanctuary for luxury home lovers, which sits on the seven-acre seafront, is gradually deteriorating. And according to um, the story, uh, an audit of the structure shows that uh, you know large sections of it have deteriorated. Yeah, and according to it, to the sea, right? yeah, in 2011, a four-bedroom apartment there was costing $579,000 mm. for the city view on the first floor while an ocean view on the 17th floor was priced at $634,000. Hey, mm-hmm. And people had paid. What? Yes. According to the story, uh, the initial booking amount was 25% of the price to be followed by 15 equal monthly payments of 4% and a final payment of 15%. Although the apartments were sold out within a year. No way. With more than half of the cost paid, the money had been refunded due to the delay in the completion of work. This is apparently something being done by Cypress in- Cypress Investments Limited. So, what is the status of the project? Stand still. Abandoned. Is it, like, is the money finished? Yeah, yeah it's money. No My people have already paid. Why is the money finished? No, they refunded the money. Okay. okay, now NACOC destroys cannabis worth 50 million Ghana CDs. But isn't there another use they could have for this? Like pharmaceuticals, couldn't they like even sell it cheap to pharmaceutical companies or something? Cosmetical? I don't know. Anyway, so about 50,000 kilograms of cannabis with a street value of 50 million Ghana CDs was yesterday destroyed by the Narcotic Control Commission. The exercise took place at the Bundasi military training camp in the Ningo Pram Pram district of Greater Accra. It also involved officials from the court, police, military, environmental protection agencies, standards authority and international partners from drug enforcement Ag- administration and national crime agency it was seized from suspects between 2021 and january 2023 and destroyed following a court order now mm-hmm. their act the commission's act requires them to seize investigate and prosecute perpetrators as well as destroy seized narcotic drugs but i, I wish there was a better way to do with this let's honestly. go let's go back online illegal miners dig five meters close to akra kumasi highway at usino 
oh, lives of hundreds of commuters who ply the Accra Commerce Highway on a daily basis are at risk as illegal miners operating within the Fantiaqua South District of the Eastern Region have mined just five meters from yeah. the main highway. Yeah. The miners who operate late in the night have dug huge trenches at Tosino just five meters from the main highway. A visit to the site by the leadership of the Ghana National Association of Small Scale Miners February 8th saw deep hollow cracks and holes filled with water as the miners had diverted the course of the Brim River close to the highway. Now, still on this mining matter, a Nyenam youth clashed with police over arrest of illegal miners. There was chaos at Nyenam police station following the arrest of two illegal miners by the Ghana National Association of Small-Scale Miners at the Tiwa East District of Eastern Region. The two, an excavator operator and the site supervisor, together with others, had reportedly diverted the flow of the Brim River and were busily mining a few meters behind the Nyenam police station. They were busily mining a few meters behind the Nyinam police station when they were nabbed. The next executive of the small-scale miners, together with the task force, marched the suspects to the police station to hand them over to security operatives, but were met with fierce resistance from other illegal miners in the community who had massed up at the police station. One Kosho, a known miner in the community, engaged the task force in a heated confrontation which almost escalated into violence. The angry community members and legal miners who threatened to further engage the team at the premises of the police station were later calmed by the Nyinam police commander, DSP Idrisu Mahama. Is he calming them down for? Maybe he's outnumbered. Mm. The, the things I want to say... Sometimes, sometimes the police, you know... I, I, I get you, Bernard. The things I want to say about what is happening in that part of the country... Eastern region. And Yinam, Osino, and Yinam, Osino is where Osino. they have put the signboard, We are Galamsi. Oh, they put oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That place where... The, this incident is yeah. this particular report where they are digging. You know, there's a signboard there where they have written, We are Galamsi happily. It's a we are, we are, we are okay. just losing the fight. Very on quickly, the Ghana Traditional Council announces the, the death of the Queen Mother of the Ghana State. Right mm-hmm. now, she served for more than half a century from 1963 at the age of 29. She took the, the role or was appointed or you know crowned Queen of the Ghana State, Her Royal Majesty Nadede Omaidru III. In private life, she was known as Nadede Ablan. So, what the longest serving queen for the state, you wow. know, when, when Queen Elizabeth died, we were talking all about it. Please, the Queen of the Ghana State yeah, has we, passed away. We, we didn't know and a lot about her. It's okay. I'm, I'm just reading the story now. You can read about, about her in the Ghanaian Times. She championed important issues critical to peace, education, and opportunities for female? young people, especially the girl child. I'm sure that will be announced. This is just to, to tell people that she has passed away. Oh, the date um, has not been announced. Mm, so yeah. I thought it, the date was announced. Um, well, in this article, let's see. Because I saw an article. I think they said 29. There'll be a book of condolence opened on February 13th at the Gun Traditional Council in Kaneshi. That was Should 29th. We, okay. April. Now, some, there's some pen covering it, but April something. I think it's April 29th. Is it 29th? Yeah, I think I saw. 2023. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that, Should be late to rest. Right. May she rest in peace. Thank you, Kokui. Thank you, Godfrey. That was the newspaper review. A lot more stories we couldn't review, mm. but there's more time as the show proceeds. We'll be right back with the business news. Don't go away. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Buttons back this time with the business news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Uh, coming up, Ghana Union of Traders Association Guta calls on Energy Commission to review the ban on importation of second-hand goods, and cybersecurity firm E-Crime Bureau urges businesses to invest in cybersecurity in order to protect them from attacks.
Let's bring you the details of our stories now. The Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, is calling on the Energy Commission to review the ban on importation of second-hand goods. Guta insists that although the Commission engages them on the policy, they did not reach a consensus, but the Energy Commission went ahead to have Parliament assent uh, which led to the ban. Speaking to City Business News, the first vice chairman of Guta, Clement Boating, says government needs to reconsider its position on the ban. The Energy Commission, you know, has not been fair with our brothers and sisters in that business because we started talking about this issue sometime last year and before uh, we realized Energy Commission on our blood to amend Parliament to amend our uh, the law uh, which resulted in the banning of uh, these goods. Because what we are saying is that Energy Commission cannot give a total ban on those supposed second-hand uh, electrical implements that they are talking about. They are the re- regulators. So let's sit down and then regulate uh, the whole trade. Say maybe a kettle of maybe one to two years cannot be brought into Ghana. We can say maybe television, uh, which is maybe up to three, four years, cannot be brought to Ghana. We can say dryer, which is maybe above years, cannot be brought to Ghana. So that you regulate, you know, uh, the, 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 the sector so that it will suit all of us. Clement Boating is the first vice chairman of Guta. Now, cybersecurity firm eCrime Bureau is urging us to invest in cybersecurity in order to protect them from attacks. Even though technology adoption and e-commerce have seen major increase in the country, cybercrime has also spiked. Speaking to City Business News, lead consultant for the eCrime Bureau, Philip Debra Dankwa, added that companies ought to also be vigilant to ensure loopholes are not created in their systems that make them vulnerable. Intelligence speaking is becoming a problem. And so we need to be more vigilant, <clears throat> law enforcement, and we need to put in our monitoring you know, system in place to pick up the miscreants behind um, some of these fraudulent um, e-commerce businesses. Some of them are cast in so many ways. Some are operating fake accounts. Some of them are individuals that are using you know, people's accounts to promote their businesses and um, you know, putting fake products out there. We need to step up the uh, vigilance around that area. And we'll Lead consultant for e-crime bureau, Philip Debra Dankwa. Now, the Agbogu Mafia of the Asogli State, uh, Togbi Afede, the 14th, who doubles as the executive chairman of the World Trade Center of Ghana, has reiterated calls for stronger business ventures which will transform the low trade narratives of the African continent. He maintains that although the Af- Although Africa is started to abound in natural resources, which are of significant relevance to the industrial world, the continent is unable to tap into its own resources for development. Speaking at the media launch of the 53rd General Assembly of the World Trade Center Association in Accra, Togbi Afede, the 14, underscored the need for Africans to work, clo- to, work to close the gaps in its share of global gross domestic product. Before COVID-19, six of the world's 10 fastest growing economies were in Africa. Our continent boasts of 60% of all arable but uncultivated land in the world. And we also boast of 30% of all known mineral resources and etc. It's also true that rapid urbanization and youth population 
are creating new opportunities in Africa, while digital transformation is enabling enterprises to grow in leaps and bounds. Everywhere in Africa, we see opportunity and potential, yet Africa accounts for less than 3% of both global GDP and global trade. If we have about 17% of the world's population, 20% of the world's landmass, it's a percent of land that is arable but uncultivated. And if we boast 30% of world's mineral resources, and yet we account for only 3% of global GDP and trade, it tells how much opportunity there is for us to grow. Going by our mineral deposits or resources alone, we should be commanding about 30% of world GDP, but we command only 3%. So that is the gap that you and I have a responsibility to work towards narrowing. That was the Agbogo Mafia of the Asogli State, Togbi Afede, the 14th. Now, on the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 CDs 80 pesos. The British pound, which gained 8 pesos, is selling at 13 CDs 3 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 11 CDs 5 pesos. However, be reminded that these figures will be higher at a Forex bureau near you. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. On Monday, the Ghanaian secondary bond market closed the week open session with a total volume traded of 78.7 million Ghana cities. Investor interest remained focused on short-term maturities, which form 82% of the total volume traded. The Data Bank bond index climbed 0.06 point to 80.9 point, reducing its year-to-date loss to 0.45%. On upcoming auction, the Ghanaian Treasury seeks to raise 2.76 billion Ghana cities for the 91-day bill to the 364-day bill on Friday, 10 February. At the last auction, the 91-day yield closed at 35.75%, while the 182-day yield settled at 35.81%. The 364-day yield is quoted at 35.81%. That was Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank, ending the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, and Access Bank, more than banking. And powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nanatufo Boating. Have a good business day. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. the NACOB will destroy 50 million CDs worth of cannabis <laughs> you know and um, I don't know I, 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 I you know I, I don't know how to approach the subject because there's a case to be made for 
um, exporting the thing mm-hmm. under some controlled regime. I don't know if you have the infrastructure to do that. <sighs> you know, maybe I should research it more. Because every time I see, I mean, 50 million cities worth of cannabis, yeah. which we are told has medical uses. Mm-hmm. We are has told industrial use. Yeah. Like so mm-hmm. why aren't we developing the value chain? <sighs> right, I'm not saying they should just have program be smoking by heart, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying is that if, 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 no, like think about it. If the product has use globally and we have a, we have the climate to grow the thing. Do you understand? If the pro- product has to use globally mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. have the climate to grow it, maybe we should set up the infrastructure and the law <sighs> to manage it instead of... Because this approach is like... And you see, people are planting the thing. <laughs> you catch the people, you can burn the thing. And then it's like you're running... It's a running battle. Okay, people are unemployed. Why can't we set up a task force and say, okay, Center for Plant Research... Uh, mm-hmm. Customs Assessment and Preventive Service, NACOP, Joint Committee, explore both the legal yeah. side and then the global export value chain, discuss whether we can export it. Do you get me? And then, like, I don't know. It seems like a waste to me. Yeah. You know? Because 50 million cities is, if you think about what it can do further down the pyramid, the amount of mouths it can feed and what it will mm. mean for us. I get your point. I'm with you. They don't know they don't know how to regulate it. Uh-huh. They, don't, they don't know that if, so, you if, know, if uh-huh. we let uh-huh. people start planting uh-huh. we don't know what to maybe, do. So you know what let's maybe, just clamp maybe it. they should give you planting license. Probably so like if you want to go and plant it, you need to pass through some process uh-huh. and then you need to show some I don't know. Uh-huh. Because or, may, or maybe you should have the capacity to, to grow a certain quantity. Because you know the way the pol- the, the amount they're able to get it means that the thing grows easily. <laughs> And I said, Fred, won't you put the mask? Because I shan't hear the Fred Charlie last week, Charlie Bemon Charlie. No. We need to have a look at investigation. You know. The we have to investigate you this morning. Because Charlie yesterday when he came to the office, he was the way the galley and galley salute motongaliku. Sorry. No, it's for for check for the hood this morning. Because I, I really believe that the thing has affected <laughs> Anyway, so it's uh, 15 minutes past seven. You know, the kickoff is brought to you <laughs> by Shell Fuel Super Safe, Shell Fuel Safe Diesel, and Shell V Power. Fuel designed to last longer. Now, the triple action formula of Shell Fuel Safe improves engine efficiency, prevents deposit buildup, and protects your engine from wear and corrosion for extra clean, extra protection, and extra savings. Giving you extra kilometers out of your drive. So switch to Shell Fuel Safe today because extra kilometers go a long way. The segment is also brought to you by Le Shehu. If you're a private school, you want to buy a school bus, talk to us. We can give you a school bus loan. It's competitively priced and it's amazing. Call 057-411-751. His name is Michael. Tell him, hey, Michael, I want the school bus loan. The number again, 057-411-751. Let's share who lets improve life. All right, so Nathan has the sports news. 
All right, Bernard, we'll get updates uh, from Turkey. We'll find out what the situation is with Christian Achu. We'll also uh, hear from Kamal Din Suleimana, who talks about his switch from Ren to Southampton and whether or not Mo Salisu played a part in that. Black Queens to meet ahead of some February friendly games. Plus, Man United and Leeds play out an exciting game in the Premier League and in the world of basketball. Kevin Durant is heading to the Phoenix Suns from Brooklyn. And it's another morning and more uncertainty surrounding the status of Ghanaian footballer Christian Achu. Yesterday, uh, late in the day, the story was that Christian Achu, according to her passport, had not been found, contrary to widespread reports that popped up earlier in the week. Now, 24 hours after the news broke that Achu had been found, uh, sporting director of Hatai, uh, um, club doctor of Hatai Sport, rather, Kube Kavechi, um, was telling Huria Turkey, a media outlet, that that was not the case and that the player cannot still be accounted for. Now, this leg of the update corroborates what uh, Machu's family has said that they've not heard from him. The club says they are they haven't heard from him either. His agent also says they are yet to hear from the player. So we wait to see what exactly the story will be going forward. But let's hear from one of Christian Achu's teammates, Sam Adekube. He plays for Canada and he plays for Hatar Sport and he's been talking about the uncertainty surrounding Achu and others who cannot be accounted for. Now he was one of the last people to see Achu because the Ghanaian player was at his home hours before the earthquake struck in Hatay in Turkey. The sporting director of the team is still missing. Um, there's the, the situation around Christian Atsu, one of my teammates, um, um, who was at my house that night is, um, still kind of unknown. They said he was found, but you know, no one has still heard from him. So no one is really sure. And then it's not just that. It's also people kind of who work around the team, you know, people who work in the kitchen, people who work, I mean, um, like Kim Man, one of my Kim Man, um, turned up, uh, he died. Um, one of the ladies who works in the kitchen, she's, um, she lost her daughters and her mother. You know, one of my other Kim Man, his wife, she needs like urgent medical care, but because, you know, also the hospital destroyed, it's, she doesn't have it. And if she doesn't get it, she needs to get her arm, um, amputated. And it's just, you know, of course, I'm thankful that a lot of my teammates are, are have been found, but you know, the people that do help the team, the people that who do work around the club, they still have, loved ones that are missing and unaccounted for and it just really starts to hit home when you just see like the agony and the desperation on their faces that was sam adekube he plays for hatar sport and was speaking to um one soccer canadian tv channel in that interview let's move on let's hear from kamal din sulemana who plays for the black stars in southampton he says his teammate mo salisu did not have a hand in his decision to move from Ren to Southampton. Salisu says he had conversations, or Suleimana says he had conversations with Salisu in the past about the Premier League, but that was not before or just before he made the switch from Ren to Southampton for £24.6 million. Uh, before coming here, obviously uh, in, in the national team, we talk, we talk about EPA, we talk about written, but before coming here, he had nothing to do with the decision. I just made it by myself, and then when I got here, yeah, he showed me around, and he's still showing me around, we are not done yet, but yeah, he's a good guy, and then he's helping me out here. And uh, when you're close to him, you, you get to understand uh, things a lot easier, you know, and that's what I'm doing, and I'm speaking to him, and then he's guiding me through some stuff, and it's easy to understand when he... 
he he's been through all and then he's telling you i'm looking forward to, to give it my all my all to the team do what i do best to help the team win because that's the most important thing and uh, hopefully we are able to win more games and and, uh, and stay in and stay in the league and, and that's the main goal Black Stars and Southampton white man Kamal Din Suleiman are speaking there. Let's move on to some women's football. And 34 Black Queens players have been invited for camping at the Ghanaman Centre uh, of Excellence at Pram Pram in preps for two international friendlies lined up for February. Ghana will play Benin and Togo this month in readiness for the 2023 Wafu B Women's Cup of Nations and the 2024 African Women's Cup of Nations. Now the Black Queens will play against Benin on February 19 before playing Togo on February 25 and the two coaches will give Black Queens head coach Nora Hoptail an opportunity to gauge the strength of the team heading into the bigger Assignments. I'm talking about gauging teams. Man United and Leeds gauge themselves and produce an exciting two-all draw from last night. Here's a chance for Leeds. Oh, they've scored. What a start for Leeds United. A long shot by Wilfried Nonto from the edge of the penalty area inside the first minute. Leeds have it again. Here's Nonto. Nonto slips it through to some of it. It crosses. It's gone in. It's gone in somehow. To Dallow. In towards Rashford with a header and there's the goal United wanted. Here's Shaw coming forward for United. Sancho. Sancho back to Shaw. Shaw. Jake Sancho again shoots and scores. What a story. So those were highlights from last night's encounters. Man United came back to draw with Leeds 2-2 in the latest installation of the Red Rose versus White Rose derby in England. Let's hear from Man United captain on the night, Bruno Fernandes. Two points drop uh, at our home. Um, has to be tough for everyone to come here and score goals and and and, and gain points from us. Uh, we give up. We give two. We give a point away to Leeds. We we lost two points for us. Um, I think we we could we could have uh, have won the game because we had the chances to win the game at the end. A little bit unlucky in some situations, um, but uh, it's 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 gone now. It's gone, and we have to to look forward for the next game because. Obviously, there's nothing that we can do about this one. Uh, the only thing that we can do is now is learn from the mistakes that we did today and um, and, and don't do the same mistakes on uh, on Sunday against them. Oh, do you have uh, mixed feelings after that game? Definitely. Uh, it's about did you win one point or you dropped uh, two points. So that was uh, Bruno Fernandes speaking there and Man United head coach Eric Ten Hag also speaking there. United are third on the league table, 43 points, two behind Man City, while Leeds are 16th on 19 points. But another key takeaway from the league table, Arsenal now have two games in hand, especially on Man United. Another football news, Real Madrid beat the Lali of Egypt 4-1 in the semi-finals of the FIFA Club World Cup being played in Morocco. Goals from Vinny Jr., Fede Valverde, Rodrigo and Sergio Arribas give Real Madrid the tickets to Saturday's final where they take on Al Hilal of Saudi Arabia and staying with football Tottenham Hotspur goalkeeper and captain Hugo Lloris is expected to miss between 6 and 8 weeks of action due to a knee injury he got injured as Spurs beat Man City 1-0 over the weekend it looks like Fraser Foster will now be stepping in to play in post for Tottenham Hotspur let's end with some basketball news and quite interesting this morning the biggest story 
is that the Phoenix Suns are on the edge of finalizing a trade with the Brooklyn uh, Nets that would send Kevin Durant to Phoenix, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Now, Wojnarowski is reporting that the Suns are sending Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first-round picks and a 2028 pick swap for Durant and TJ Warren. Durant wanted to move a new owner, uh, Matt Ishbia pushed to get the deal done on the eve of the NBA trade deadline in English. That's equivalent to the transfer window in the NBA. So Kevin Durant is coming back to the West Coast. He's going to play, or to the Western Conference rather. He's going to join the Suns to see if they can do better and win themselves an NBA title. And that's our kickoff for this morning, probably brought to us by Shell and Lecheho. My name is Nathan Kwabani. Thanks for listening. There's more sports on citysportsonline.com. We have more news for you in our subsequent bulletins on TV and on radio. Do have a fantastic day. Stay safe. Take care and bye-bye. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. And I'm in a club with your favorite singer. Maurice Baby Face. City Breakfast Show, quick uh, birthday greetings coming in to my twin boys, Justin and Julian Bene Amponsa. You were 16 years old yesterday, coming from your dad, Bene Amponsa. And I'm sure you know that it's got your back. That's got your back. That's what's important, right? Happy birthday to Experenza Ajay, marketing manager of Alisa Hotel Northridge from the marketing team and from all of us here at CTFM and CTTV. And to Richard Echampon, CEO of Eshdan Construction, happy birthday to you coming in from Zilix Duane, who is my guy, saying good morning, God bless you. And then uh, this one is coming uh, from, uh, this is, says, happy ninth birthday mm-hmm. to our little precious princess daughter of ours, Tori Avery Nana Ayegua Hagen. Hey, fancy people. Tori Avery Nana Ayegua Hagen. On your ninth birthday today, may the good Lord bless you abundantly and exceedingly in all aspects of your life with love from your parents, PK and Lila. And from your brothers Troy and Tyrell. Hey. 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 Happy twenty first wedding anniversary to Doctor Mrs. Helen Na Oyo Akaba from Divine Akaba. Love enduring. I'll do it all over again. We thank God for his mercy and grace. I like this. Twenty first wedding anniversary to Doctor Mrs. Helen 
na oyo akaba i guess this is from your husband divine and the message is simple i will do it all over again so this morning we have only two questions there are only two questions for the show the first question the answer might be shorter <laughs> then the second question the answer is a bit long so question one where is Henry Cotty? And not because we want to say we we are look for me, I like the guy and I think he's onto something good. And I'm I'm raising the question because I think all well-meaning civil society, political forces, must find a way of bringing back the Henry Corte principle and the man himself to do what he was doing. Because I live in Accra, I saw what he was doing, I know where his heart is. He has a right. You know, when you see a politician whose heart is in the right place, it's good. Mm. I live at Medina. When I go to Zungo Junction, was a nightmare. He cleared it up, mm. right? Agogoloshi. Onion market moved. The guy was working. Mm. I don't know. I don't know where he is, and I don't know why he's gone quiet. No. I can I, tell you. I'll come to you. I'll ask question one. Then mm. let me ask question two. Then we'll, we'll discuss. Question two. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we burned 50 million cities worth of cannabis and honestly the question is is that the best way mm. is, is you know and that one there's a legal issues there and things but on is that the best thing i'll, I'll ask narcotics control about that so this way that you are burning that people have grown i mean is that the only thing we can do with it mm-hmm. after all the research and after all the precedents to just burn 50 million cities into thin air and people mm-hmm. are still living in poverty, mm-hmm. the people who grew it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know there's a legal issue there and all of that, but let's explore the conversation, right? Let's talk. Yeah. Let's discuss it. Let's, the fact that it's illegal to produce doesn't mean we can't discuss it. And the fact that we're discussing doesn't mean we are promoting that push you and take it and start smoking in secondary school. But mm-hmm. s- sometimes you have to be open-minded to discuss something objectively to see if this is the best way. And as I always say, Discussions should start from our aspirations, and then the law is the tool to frame it. So you don't start and say the law says this. So end of discussion. No, you created the law, so you discuss what you want to achieve, and then you say, okay, how can we use the law to make sure it works? So the law then becomes the tool to bring the development, not the constraining force to 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 scatter all discussions on any possibility. So that's the two caveats I have. So think about it. I'll start with question one though. And question one came up because the story you read in the anchor about AMA people, and I, I don't know the, the details, but again, so, his approach was a bit different, right? Yeah. So this this is the... No, this is AMA, not the original. That's what I'm minister. saying. Like, when he was doing stuff, he was doing... There was a lot more engagement. Yes. Which is so what this is you, you will not there see, wasn't any engagement. You will not see him... His people then just, just don't go out and start beating people like that. Yeah. They talk to people, they, they go around, they announce, he's there with them, you understand? And so... Read the story and then let's find out where the man is. Okay. You want to start? Yeah, read Okay, it. so on yeah. page three of the Anchor newspaper, it says the Ghanaians are enraged by the inhumane and unprofessional manner the Accra Metropolitan uh, Assembly Task Force is handling an ongoing exercise at the Gulushi market to ward off traders who have displayed the, uh, their foodstuffs on pavements and streets in the city as part of his sanitation campaign. 
the health officers, the anchor guided Wednesday that Kuloshi market, Yam market, to continue their special operation to drive away traders who had displayed their wares on the background and at unauthorized places. Unfortunately, the otherwise well-intentioned exercise geared towards applying the sanitation laws and making the markets cleaner and safer degenerated into something else. The operation affected yam sellers plying their trade at Abu Bloshi, who just like others, including plantain sellers, displayed their wares on the floor. It is unclear what triggered the confrontation, but reports say the AMA officers have tried to arrest the young yam sellers for offending the law. In their blue shirts and blue-black apparel, the officers in the process landed on the displayed yams on the ground with the offending traders, while the public looked Bugam, Bugam. amazed. While some have described the act as unprofessional, others argue that these traders are too <coughs> difficult, and it will take some of these confrontations uh, to get results. Though the officers succeeded in arresting the sellers, this paper cannot tell how many were arrested and what process they will be taken through and whether the practice can be stopped by mere arrest of these traders. Mm. Uh, the traders were led by the Metro Environmental Health Director, Madame Florence Kuchi. Uh, she was at the market to educate traders on how to maintain effective hygiene mm-hmm. in the place. During their interaction with the traders, it was identified that some of the traders had displayed vegetables on pallets covering filthy gutters on the main road, which is contrary to the AMS Environmental Bylaws. As a result, Madame Kuchi quickly ordered the AMA task force to arrest the offenders and seize their displaced foodstuff. However, this did not go down well with the offenders, and a fierce confrontation broke out between members of the task force and the traders. All right. Now, the police also intervened, uh, you know, and according to the story, Madame Kuchi and her colleague Joseph Asitanga, they later reorganized themselves to carry on uh, the exercise. This, however, drew the attention of the mayor, mm-hmm. uh, Madame Elizabeth Saki who rushed to the scene mm-hmm. uh, to bring uh, the situation under control. She ordered the arrest uh, of 13 persons who were selling their foodstuffs on the floor. And Shava described the attacks as unfortunate. All right, so we're using this story as an entry point into the conversation about the apparent silence of the Rita Karajinal Minister. And... Mm-hmm. Those of you who don't live in Accra, maybe we should describe the kind of thing Mr. Korte used to do. Maybe I'll let Kukri do that later. Why we liked Mr. Henry Korte's approach, why it was working. And this was in the first time. Why you like Mr. Henry Korte? Oh, so you never did? We'll discuss it. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you did as well. I, I do. I, I still do did. like him. Uh, I like I like. Him. I haven't said I don't like it. I'm saying, speak for yourself. Well, it was working for a while. <laughs> yes. At least in the first time it worked. My council yeah. says I should. He had good intentions. Yeah, like the, okay. What makes Henry Korte different? So Henry Korte was um, he was consultative. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so what he would do is that he would speak to the stakeholders before he would embark. So he was a regional minister. He's a regional minister, mm-hmm. and he brought the assemblies together. Yes. So there were a series of meetings where all the assemblies agreed on certain things they would do. Mm-hmm. Then he he went into parliament and made sure that the critical caucuses also were with him yeah. because they realized that what he was trying to do to decongest Accra, to stop the lawlessness, he would go a lot of oxes. So he had to get that political protection. So I remember Neil and Tevandapo and Kuwe like Charlie Henricote, nobody should try and interfere with what he's doing because we think we like him. Mm-hmm. I heard him speak at one of the Ga, at some, uh, some church. church. Yes. Yes. He was talking to Gans about what they need to do, the way they need to help each other the way the mindset about work at the in coastal community. So he was doing social aspects. So he was talking about the fishing communities, taking their children to school. Then he had this task force that would sort of emphasize that people should use the footbridges. So in Medina for a long time, if you're driving from Redco to Firestone, Zogo Junction was just a crazy bottleneck. 
So what they did was they insisted everybody use the footbridges. They put men with canes on the roadside. Mm. People were using the footbridges. Mm-hmm. And then they also had the car stop at the right place. Right? So he started with it. And then he did the, the Agobolushi. Massive decongestion of the re- relocation of the onion market to uh, Ajian Kutuku. Mm. All right? And then the even the timber market area. You know, so the, he, the, the guy was working. Okay. Now, this is the first time. We started hearing noises about his absence from parliament. Some said it was for ill health and all that kind of thing. We're not sure where the guy was. But now, if I met Ayikwe, Ayikwe is our parliamentary mm-hmm. correspondent. But he used to cover a lot of the Henry Corte initiatives. And the other thing I need to say, they would also engage the media. So if I was going to do a major thing, he would do a series of media interviews. And then he would move with everybody. So the media was with him. The, yeah. Like, the thing was working. Yeah. Okay, and we're like, this is the kind of leadership we want. It's not just, it's not buga buga. No. But it was working within the remit of what the law permitted. Yeah, there were some legal gray areas. There were some times that he would go and move people and they were saying they were not giving them notice and things. But mm-hmm. even with that, he would speak to them, they would understand. You, un- you understand? Okay. Now, fast forward December 2022. He has been speaking about why he's gone silent. And this is during a debate on a statement by the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources on Etremos in Ghana. Henry Corte called for support in ensuring sanity in the capital in that debate. This is what he said on the 21st of December last year. Mr. Speaker, you recall that in recent times, I, with the Regional Coordinating Council, and the rest have embarked on series of exercises to ensure that indeed there is discipline more or less in greater Accra and the right things to be done. But Mr. Speaker, what often happens is that uh, in the course of ensuring that the right things are done, you get calls from your colleagues, from opinion leaders, and it interferes with the work you are doing. Mr. Speaker, I think that with the greatest of respect, there must be a clarion call by members of Parliament, your good self, Mr. Speaker, so we get the necessary backing, assistance and support that we need to tackle these things. Mr. Speaker, I think that if we are able to do that, yes, of course, I've already indicated that it's force majeure, but are we able to prevent some of these occurrences? Yes, I think we can. But there must be an attitude and behavioral changes. So even though he wasn't speaking directly about his work, he used the earth tremor point to segue into what was obviously on his heart. That when you want to do something, you start getting calls from opinion leaders. You start getting calls from your colleagues and you have to stop. Two days ago, my business sense was from Jean Monnet. He says, nothing is possible without men, but nothing is lasting without institutions. Mm. And that's the approach I have for, for many things, for, for even the work I do, so that human beings are the initiators of change. Human beings are the center of the development effort. But you cannot depend on one person's effort to see it through. So what you do is that you show leadership by starting, and then you institutionalize it so that even when you are not there, the thing has a life of its own. Okay, I know it's easier said than done, but I think that's the way to go. So, is it Henry Corte who missed it? Is it we civil society who did not support him? 
Is mm. it the political party belongs to that sabotaged him? Is it the traditional authorities that failed him, but when he was alone, they didn't come to his aid? What what, what happened, Godfrey? I can. Are you? No. Should I go? Yes. I'm, oh, I'm, okay. Because you've been. I want to know from your view what because you've been agonizing over this privately. Yes. So what happened to Mr. Korte? Well, listening to him, and this was December, you say. Yes, just last. This year. was in December. <clears throat> okay. So, if you go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, in November mm-hmm. of that same 2022, of, yes, you know he had sounded quite enthusiastic mm-hmm. about the work he was doing. And November is also when the Ramsar site demolition came up and was halted. What's the background? This, what's this Ramsar? Now, if you would recall, mm-hmm. uh, the Sakumo Ramsar site has been a part of the country where, we, on this show. We have spoken a lot about. It's been encroached upon. It's been encroached upon significantly. Now, from as far back as last year, Mr. Kote had issued warnings that he was getting there. Because if you recall, we spoke about CSIR lands here. He went there and cleared the people on this, the encroachers on the CSIR land at the time. That was in June of last year. And he said after that, they would focus on Sakumo. So there were a series of engagements, I recall. The Daily Graphic covered it extensively. In fact, a week before the demolition exercise that they undertook in December, mm-hmm. uh, in November, sorry, was was done, they they met everybody, mm-hmm. chiefs. I rem- if you recall, everybody was in that meeting. It was a the, big meeting. It was about a big that. meeting about it. Everybody was in agreement that this was what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then on the day that he went there, uh, all kinds of people showed up, and then they ended up demolishing a certain part of it. We raised questions during the newspaper review the following day as to why they had done the demolition that way. Because indeed, it started looking like uh, withdrawal symptoms, sort of, on that well, particular like matter. A half-hearted, a half-hearted attempt. And then the following day, we were told that no building was going to be demolished again. Mm-hmm. Now, since that time, we have not heard from Mr. Corte actively, so to say. With regards to that kind of so work, you are using the the way that work fizzled out, and his almost self-imposed silence. You are you are basically saying that there's a relationship between that. Listen to the man's comments in December. This a was, month after a this, month after this, that was him in Parliament, mm. because the Sakumo is uh, demolition mm-hmm. outside of the Agbogloshi if, uh, removal, perhaps would have been. His sec- would have been his biggest project because the Sakumo is really, really important, really massive. But also, the one where we know a lot of very influential people have encroached. I think one of the Sir John properties was there. Yes, and, and a lot of the big churches also have property there. Okay, so it's, it's, a, it's a significant area. So I wasn't too surprised when it ended up the way, because if you would recall, mm-hmm. there was a politically exposed person from his own party. Who was at the site the day on the day, of the, on the day of the demolition? And residents went to call this particular individual to come and to come them. and support them. He's an assemblyman and happens to be the chairman of something something there. To come and talk to Mr. Korte. That is his stop. You understand? So it looks like it had been building for some time. I think he's a victim of what 
most people who have tried to do what he has tried to do in this city fall victim to. Which is what? Which is... Sabotage? No, which is the battle over interest. Accra is home to a lot of interest. Most of them linked to political ends. Mm -hmm. Most of it linked to financial ends. Mm -hmm. Mr. Cortez's work, which sought to level the ground, basically, Mm -hmm. by following the law, Mm. was affecting persons in both areas. On the political side, I recall when our correspondent followed him on one of such operations. Somebody told him clearly to his face, in Ghana, this thing that you are doing, you will stop soon. And he asked him, I'm the one you are talking to. I don't know exactly this thing you are doing. You will stop soon. said it in Ghana. Yeah, in Ghana. That you will stop. You will stop. Wow. Yes, because he, these are the, these are masses. These masses mean something for the political class. Mm-hmm. Agitating them over a period is fine. But once it gets to a certain point and they apply their pressure, depending on if you, if, if the people behind you, and it's one thing you had always asked for from Mr. Corti, that the political class should not look at votes when it comes to what he is doing. Just support the man to do the work, so long as you know it is right. Let me pursue, let me push this a bit for you. Let me ask Is the interest you talk about, was he damaging the interest of the political class or of ordinary people? I'm asking this because some of the things he did, Mm. so you go and decongest a market, Mm -hmm. you go and ask people who are selling on pavement to move, Mm -hmm. you go and move onion sellers to a different location. Mm -hmm. It seems to me it's ordinary people who are being affected. Mm -hmm. So are you saying that it was when he moved the thing to a higher level where economic interests like property owners in yes. the site got involved mm-hmm. that they then decided to sabotage him. But when he was dealing with the poorer people, we were all hailing him because the people who are being taken out didn't have a voice. But mm-hmm. as soon as he started touching people who have a hotel here, uh, a church there, yeah. then they began to... Mass- is, is, that, is that the point you're making that the opposition to him became... It had always been there but it became forceful once it started affecting PEPs. Politically exposed people. Yes. So you, you think that it wasn't because the politicians felt they would lose votes. It was because politically exposed people were directly being affected by his work. Certainly. Because in the past, mayors have been sabotaged by the view that, if, for example, you go and clear uh, Abu Boloshi, mm-hmm. or you go and clear Kantamanto, or you mm-hmm. go and clear Abu Siokai, Politicians are looking at votes. Yes. So typically they'll say, if you move them, it will affect our votes. Yes. But you're saying that in this case, it was not even the vote. It was more the issue of my house. Yes. My land. Because my store. The reason, and I can explain why I make that assumption. I make that assumption based on the fact that Mm -hmm. he was able to do Agbobuloshi successfully. Mm -hmm. Something that nobody has been able to do. People have tried. Yeah. Yeah. He was able to begin the process and end the process. Now, in our experience as journalists, most of the time, the Agbogloshi relocation project stalled simply because people threatened that if you remove us, we will not, vote for, will not vote for you. It will cost you. And he still did it. He still did it. So you are thinking that he passed the test of they will vote for me, they won't vote for me. Yes. The main problem was the heavyweight. The, the one you, you talk about, I don't experience it. The Zongo... You but it's even better still because even now I don't, I don't know how it looks like people, I don't use people, that route people still use the footbridge mm-hmm. and I still see some of the people stand there yes to 
Because in the past it was just chaos. Uh-huh. But now, even though the trotters still misbehave, mm-hmm. people still use the footbridge in, yes. in, in large parts. Yes, and normally you will not get too much support from the system once a mass of people start complaining that you are making us, you are inconveniencing us. This thing you are doing is it's affecting economic activity. We are small traders. He he went past that. So it means, yeah, you, but you are, you are, it means what you are doing is you are taking us into a class discussion now. You are saying that. Of course, I've always the, said the this. The lower classes, even though we blame them for a lot of the problems, mm-hmm. when the leader wants to do the right thing, eventually he uses the forces of media, parliament, military, so police, and they force them to do what has to be done. Yes. Okay. But when the political class are the criminals or the corporates, then they did. But so that, that's the argument you are making. That's the argument so you are making. So you are saying that our problem is not ordinary citizens who are lawless. Mm-hmm. Our problem is politically exposed wealthy people who have interests. And that is the problem. As against because lawless. Because who, la- who are both lawless and have interests. Because the last two. And just okay, I'll let you come yeah, The last two mm. demolitions that he did, the major ones, was the CSIR reclamation. Mm. Now it was yeah, very con- it was very contentious. Fra, fra, ha, it, was, it was if you know that it, it was heavily contentious. Again, but property owners, property owners, people with money. And yes. Means. After that, Ramsa. Mm. Okay, and um, I I wish I had a copy, a hard mm. copy of the Daily Graphics report of the meeting that was held, the stakeholder meetings, the week before the demolition, and the list of persons Who's, who who encroached who. Who had attended that meeting mm. as stakeholders, mm. and a week after, all of whom said were not aware mm. that this was supposed to happen, and the nature of the demolition that took place. But you don't need; it doesn't take much mm-hmm. because I, I remember when I someone or two. Yeah, I showed up. Kokui looked at the front. It was the Ghanaian Times that Kokui yeah. looked at the front page. I remember that morning, ah, and she was like, "What is this? What kind of demolition is this?" <laughs> because it was very clear that it was touched not my anointed. Yeah. Yeah. In some in some form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. my question for you, Godfrey, is mm. do you think mm. the timing of something like the Agulushi relocation had something to do with the success of it? Because mm-hmm. it was done in twenty twenty one. Remember, election year was twenty twenty. So you've been already, right? Mm. Now you've got mid twenty twenty one, you relocate people. Mm-hmm. Would it have been as successful? Would it even have been allowed to happen if he had done it mid twenty twenty? I can answer that because if you look at some of the things he did prior to the election, up until Late 2022, he was successful but largely with me. Like the onion market. That Again, that was after election. Are you sure? Yes. No, but there were other things he did before election. Because but, like the, that was huge. That was major. Yeah, but, then, of course, but, but the, 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 the Because, the like, like, like for example, op- Operation Clean Your Frontage, in the first term, they, they, they got it through. Operation Clean Your Frontage didn't, wasn't the, the task force we just saw a few months ago that was in, that was, uh, uh, um, no, see, I don't want to, re- Kobe, I don't want you to reduce his. No, I'm not reducing it. I'm asking if he thinks the timing is a factor. The timing of the operations no, I, I is a factor. He started his he started campaign. He did, yes. true. So that, I'm saying, I don't, 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 don't use, don't use the, don't use the Abulusi. Abulusi may be the poster child for his work. No, it's just but a he's question. He's done a lot of things. So. He's done a lot. But I'm just asking, do whether, you think sometimes timing has something to do with it or not? We saw the task force. Remember, mm-hmm. we were all sitting here. We saw our, our cameras went to cover it. Mm-hmm. People all dressed up, uniformed, go out there. It fizzled out before if you remember, even, even, even in COVID time, even in COVID time, a lot of the things that they were doing with the sprint and things, there was a guy behind it. Yeah, so it was, time, so, who was who was we were all at home. Yeah, but I'm saying that, no, I'm saying that COVID was even pre-election. Yeah, but COVID, so his, COVID. His, his, I mean, what I'm saying is that the kind of things he did 
within the Accra decongestion space were not all post-election. I agree with you. I, I agree. Which one was the most but, significant? And you prop look for me. I think Godfrey's thesis, which I think we need to explore, is that when ordinary citizens offend and Mr. Corte tried to get them to conform, he was largely successful. When business, political interest, and people of means are the ones who are offending, they sabotage him. So let me flip the question to Ghanaians. The question is, what do we want? Hmm. Because we say we want good leadership. We say we want things to get well. We want things... I mean, people complain about motorway. Yesterday, a friend called me around 5 p.m. and said the motorway was a disaster because people were just crossing and cars were knocking people down and he was wondering why there was no security. So people want better leadership. Do they only want it when it affects other people? Hmm. And the other question is, why is there not an uproar over Henry Cortez sabotage? If indeed there if the where is why is the civil society noise? Where are the chiefs? Where are the pastors? All the people he met where with, are the business yeah. people? All of us who like if there's traffic and uh, if if a crisis is congested, we all suffer for it. Mm-hmm. So all of us who benefited from his work, why are we kept quiet? Where is the pressure group that's saying bring back the same approach? Because it was working. We all hailed him when it was working. So why have we kept quiet? You see, I keep saying that democracy is not for lazy citizens. Demo- you see, when you have a dictatorship, they decide everything for you. So you just sit at home and conform. If you have a democracy, if you don't engage the process, it will not work. Because there are so many interests that can interfere with the process. And I really want to submit, in addition to what uh, uh, Godfrey is saying, that the hypocritical middle class have sabotaged Mr. Corte, or they have, they have not helped him. The, the middle class who speak big English, who say they know they are right, but when they do the wrong thing and he tries to correct them, they use their powers to, to frustrate the guy. Number two, a lot of us who make noise that, oh, we want the right thing to be done. We don't, we, see, in Ghana, this, this is one of the things I've noticed, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. We seem to interpret advocacy to be fighting against things. Whereas advocates can also be fighting for things. You live in the UK. There are people whose major assignment in life is to be pro something in ghana we are trained because aluta the government rollins Kwame Nkrumah. so we are trained to fight something we are not trained to fight for something and it's not the same thing because i am saying that the same energy with which you will say no to galamse no to dictatorship no to uh uh of silence you should want to say yes to henry Corte. Do you understand? Why can't you use the same energy to say, bring back the guy? Mm-hmm. Why must it always be against? And I feel it's, it's, it's a mindset problem that Ghanaians must change from always fighting against to fighting for. Because we know that Henry Cortez approach we may not have been the best, but he was the most effective minister in the first term. Or probably among the top three. Mm-hmm. In terms of tangible, visible change. We all saw it. You are not in Ghana. Sky, the guy will do the media engagement for like weeks. Mm. He will announce, they will go, they will talk, they will meet the groups. Even market women, they will talk and they will all speak and will say, this is the reason we are doing it. They will do it. Let me buttress something okay. for you. Yeah. And if you listen to the uh, Mr. Corti's statements after the Ramsar site issue, you'll understand perhaps where Bernard's argument about the middle class is coming from on this matter and why I, I, I am subject I, I am saying this morning mm-hmm. that that is what cost him listen to this mm-hmm. 
I'm reading from the Daily Guide Network. The Greater Accra Regional Minister, Henry Korty, has announced that structures cited on Tramsa sites will no longer be demolished mm. as institutions mandated by law makes efforts to regularize mm. their occupancy. Mm. The minister who made the announcement during a stakeholder engagement with some residents in and around the Ramsar sites at Community 18 in Tamar Accra on Sunday said it was imperative for a conclusive roadmap for permits to be granted for occupants following earlier deliberations with some stakeholders from Tema and Nungwa last month. Mm. Now, that previous month's decision is what I was making reference to. They knew he was, what he was going to do. Now I'll continue. Quote, I want to assure you, as I said earlier, that between now and when we bring the curtains down, no building will be demolished whatsoever. Mm. We realized that in the last 20 years, about four to 5,000 structures have been cited, and because they do not have the required permits, they do not pay property tax as expected. So we believe that we should have a discussion with the Lands Commission for them to regularize their stay because they have already put up their houses there. According okay. to the minister, though further meetings will be held between residents in the area and the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources in the coming weeks mm. for a concrete roadmap, no further demolition will be embarked upon as the government considered the plight of residents. Okay, quick correction from my side. So, to answer your question, Kukui, yeah. Korte became minister for Greater Accra in the second term. In the second term. Yes. So, in the first term, he was national deputy. deputy. He was a deputy minister. But, I mean, yeah. the deputy point minister. is that... So, so just, to, just to deal with the point you were making. So, thanks for the correction. Yeah. You see, that notwithstanding, while I was in the UK, I was applauding him for what he was doing. And, in fact, you remember that just a couple of weeks ago... Mm-hmm. During a discussion about the reshuffle, had raised matter that this guy was doing so much great work. Why did we allow him to perish? The way? Elevated. Yeah, hmm. Local government. Local government. I mean, if a government is happy about the performance that he was putting up, what you do be rewarded him with a higher is to position. elevate him yes. to the local government ministry. Yeah. So that he can expand his tentacles around the country and get the and I said the example you gave was Julius Debra. He was regional Accra regional minister. He mm-hmm. started doing some engagements and mm-hmm. later on they made him local government minister and then he became chief of staff. Mm-hmm. Obviously because they felt that he was effective in the things he was doing. Mm-hmm. So the point about the political system behind him not supporting him is also as strong as the point of the middle class sabotaging him. I'll let you develop that point. Let me bring Nathan into do tech and social media trends. But please, we want to hear from you on the Henry Corte question and what we need to do to bring him back. All right? Because some of us want him to come back. So that's the point. But Kukui, who is sponsoring Techisha Media Trends? CalBank. So you can reactivate your CalBank account this holiday season and get more value. The short code service, star 771 hash, CalNet and the CalBank app are all available to you. CalBank, forward together. also brought to us by Vodafone and the One Ghana promo is here. With just one Ghana CD, you get 20 minutes of talk time to all other networks and one gigabyte of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. Vodafone, further together. All right, uh, welcome to the segment. A number of things trending. Christian Achu, well, for very obvious reason, he's still trending there. We still don't know what exactly is happening, and maybe time will make things clear. On the sporting side of things, uh, for the basketball fans, Kevin Durant is trending. He's on his way to the Phoenix Suns. Other sporting trends, Old Trafford, Fred and Sabitzer, and other things 
Hashtag City CBS is equally trending. People are also responding or commenting on the Henry Corte conversation we are having here. Two other bits of the trends. Kenofori is trending and Nanado is trending. Several people talk about the economy, DDEP, and all related matters. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw something flying about a letter from Data Bank. Uh-huh, yes, on school fees, yeah. something, Charlie. So anyway, anyway uh, to some tech news, and uh, some Twitter users were unable to tweet on Wednesday after the website experienced technical problems. Mm-hmm. Now, account holders received a message saying, "Quote: You are over the daily limit for sending tweets." End quote. Now, the out uh, tracking website Down Detector, and Godfrey has mentioned Down Detector very often. The website reported the glitch. Uh, just before 10 p.m. Elon Musk, hmm. Elon Musk has slashed Twitter's <laughs> workforce over the last few months since Elon he acquired Musk. the platform last October. I just, I just, I don't know. I like him. There are people, okay, I, we have our issues, well, not except for Sky. People have issues with Donald Trump. But there's something to be said for someone who is an op- is is should I say unapologetic about who they are? So you know what you're dealing with. Do you understand? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. They don't try to sugarcoat for any kind yeah, yeah. of political reason or to. Yeah, no, yeah, this Trump is Trump, me. Yeah. You like it? You don't? Yeah. Fine, no, but I, this is me. There's a space for that. Elon right? Musk has. The, it's like this is me. Yeah. This is what don't I do. He won't try and <laughs> sugar, you know sweet talking. <laughs> Why? What you know. Then they, then you can decide whether you like the person or not or based you, on what yeah, kind of stuff. Not yeah. not people who pretend. I like those. Well, yeah. That. So that was the trend. Yep. Okay. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Today, breakfast show. 
song coming in from the greatest, Robert Nestamale. Johnny was a good man. Johnny was. Johnny, Johnny was. While we're grooving to Johnny Was, let's talk about a couple of things there. Yes, yes, yes. Well, if your name is Johnny and maybe you have to go to school and you need supplies, Prospectus Ghana can help you out. They've introduced a new short code, star 447, star 899 hash. This helps parents and guardians make installment payments towards items required for their ward school admissions. Use it. It's safe and it's convenient. Prospectus Ghana also provides a one-stop shop for all school items and is a supplier of good quality brand chalk white A4 sheets for all your printing jobs. Locate Prospectus Ghana on the Graphic Road opposite Toyota Ghana and call them on 0500 600 606. Seven. Prospectus Ghana, your one-stop shop for all school items and stationery. And are you an entrepreneur in the formal or informal sector between 16 and 55 years? Are you seeking an opportunity to fund and grow your business? Say no more. I am investable. Infe- investable is here to make your dream come true. Join the I am investable business initiative now and receive up to 50,000 CDs grant, mentorship and support to grow your business. To participate, send a summary of 250 words about your business or a two minute video of you telling us why your business is viable and investable. There's a processing fee that applies. So you can contact them at IamInvestable.com for more details. I'm investable, empowering innovative businesses for growth. The rich taste of Dano milk makes a perfect combination with your tea, oats, Gary soakings, cocoa, etc. To give you that great taste you've always desired. It's a rich source of natural protein and fortified with vitamin A. It has several other vitamins and essential nutrients that keep you nourished and healthy every day. Dano milk also has protein, iodine, calcium, and so much more. Choose Dano milk. 100% of our milk is sourced from our farms in Europe. So we uh, we control the entire production process to ensure that you get this natural quality. I have a free marketing consultant for Dano. Yes. There's a song Godfrey plays on the show when I'm discussing big issues. Uh-huh. Like it says, that evaporated milk is affordable it's in a shop near you choose tasty milk choose nourishment choose dano milk dano dano dana yes you go for it who has some bunny pop you know that's all it will be wrong when I charge then go for the play you know what when Kukui spoke about the, the, the Johnny song that uh, yeah, Johnny, yeah, Johnny yeah. Was. I remember when we were in law school in the UK yeah. you know there's a friend of mine from Nigeria Yeah, uh, he'll say Chale these cases are too much how do you formulate it? what helps me in the exam then you say Johnny cannot go to school without a teacher. <laughs> That's like 40 cases. <laughs> so he's formulated a way of remembering ah, his name. So it's like oh. a mnemonic. Yeah, that's right. So Johnny cannot go to school without a teacher. Yeah, that's right. Are <laughs> all the cases? So he said that's all 40 cases. <laughs> so when you ask him, then you start listing so the is this. Are you kidding? O is this. N is this. Wow. Oh, two and pony. I feel you're Wow. 
Now, Michael Odele, I salute you this morning. Ah, you know, they, they, say we, they say we shouldn't do too important. But when I see how Ghanaian lawyers are trained, there's hmm. no way you can Doesn't qualify it, if you don't do too important. Do I mean, because, yes, you mentioned three cases from off the bat. Hmm. Just like that, too. Yeah. Oh, the case is, you they dream about the cases. Sometimes you dream that you are in the case. Hey, just for a point, you even feel you are mad. <laughs> <laughs> you start to question your sanity. You be there, then Charlie. You are mumbling a few things. Oh, 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 oh. You oh. must remember. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah. So from Dano Milk, let's talk about what. Let's talk about frozen food. Akuko oh. Yeah, Akuko Tasty. Now, La Bianca Company Limited, the leading frozen foods company in Ghana, is at it again. Now, in support of local poultry industry and in promoting made in Ghana goods, we introduce Akuko Tasty. Champion. Akuko Tasty is locally produced, bred and slaughtered. It's fresh frozen chicken. When you see the chicken, like the Ghana ones. But not, they get some swag. Yeah, they're not, they are not too big. Right. Mm. Yeah, but they're sweet. The bones oh. are really sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We chew the bones. You know sometimes we chew the bones as the chicken. So Agoko Tasty comes freshly <laughs> portioned in chicken breast, <laughs> thigh, wings, back, and gizzard. Mm. The gizzard is the, 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 the gizzard. By the way, this thing, the back is a very food bazaar. I'm sending one ahead of gizzard and fried yam. I'm just saying, with green ground pepper, you leave that space for me. Gizzard and fried yam. The Thank fried you. yam is like fingerlings. <laughs> Leave that space for me. You can go. All right, La Bianca is a soldier distributor of Akuko Tasty. For your fresh mm. quality frozen foods, contact La Bianca. Mm. They are the Fishing Harbour Road, Tema Newtown Road, opposite the NIB. Mm. And uh, you can call them on 0505 mm-hmm. for more inquiries. La Bianca, your number one frozen foods company. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Ah. All right, now you are looking for something to uh, give to a loved one this vows time mm-hmm. give them a caveman watch yes please. a global mm. standard luxury wristwatch Beautiful. made right here in ghana mm-hmm. and caveman is giving 50 percent discount on the wow. cost of customizing a name inside any of their exquisite one thank you luxury <laughs> watches <laughs> and they are doing that up until the 15th of february visit them one <laughs> visit all uh on, on the all, all the platforms at caveman watches uh-huh. or you can call them zero five five seven five one six seven four four or visit caveman watches dot com caveman watches be remembered now imagine the things you can do with an extra 50 cents you can now eat at your favorite restaurant on zpay and zpay is giving a 50 cd cash bonus to all first time money money gram to wallet receivers and you can ask any of their more than four thousand agents nationwide dial star 270 hash to register now chop make a chop be empowered to an update on that story so the day I came back with my fuel issue, yes. I got a call from the MPA, uh-huh. and they went to check the station, and they said that station's equipment was good. Okay. There was no problem with their pumping machines. Mm-hmm. So she made a mistake? No, I, I lose guard. MPA people went there. They went to do the test, mm-hmm. and they said their machines were working properly. The calibration was okay. There was nothing wrong. Okay. So either I'm getting mad... <laughs> Oh, the woman, the woman take past my eye under. Yeah. But I think I'm so. Next time, when I come out of the, when I go there first, put up the engine, come out of the car, uh-huh, read my trousers, and yeah. say, Master <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't, I don't sit in the car and be big man again. I'll come out. Even if I'm buying 50 CDs. Once, once, once between twice that. Yeah. Yes. So oh, that's, oh, now oh, when oh. I come out, yes. So that's the, the, and then, so that's the first update for you. I wanted to go back to and record it. Yeah. And the comments we are mm. getting, mm. okay, let's, let, let's sort of, come up with the key issues. Godfrey's point is that 
it was the politically exposed people and the middle class who sabotage and record it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the ordinary people mm-hmm. like market women, traders. Those guys largely conformed. Mm-hmm. It was the middle class and the politically exposed people. That was one. And number two, it was when the issue of Ramsar site and CSIR lands came up that they they, they read their ugly head. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because powerful people. Even. My point is that the Ghanaian population, we must decide what we want. Because we cannot hypocritically criticize bad leadership at the national level and then fail to support good leadership at the local level. You get me? It is internally, um, I want a word, incongruous to claim that you want a good leader. So every day, oh, the NPP, they are not doing well. The government, they are not doing well. No problem. Now, they've given us an example. And we are saying that of all, it's not the, the, of all the ministers, his visibility in what he was doing. In fact, in fact, let me play a voice for you. There was a voice Fred brought in. He was speaking at a church some time back in 2021. Fred, where's the, the voice? Mm-hmm. Just oh, listen. Yes. listen to the kind of mm-hmm. thing. So for me, his leadership was not just go out there and get things done. Even the philosophical issues around what people in Accra should do. Just he was he was not a leader who just led by actions. He also spoke the right things. Listen to what he was saying. I feel like I'm in jail. Wakusun tetepo ego me me nuna kable kuma bakuma o lele kable kuma bakuma o she mala yemoni ke jimbai hiya anite wodenche wohu wohite na beneta hilete ni ani wachaku te wachaku wohina lo. in your deputy minister interior, it told me, ni nye kupayano, ni ntou gan blanhi impokeke. Kuni, wame ya, polisi ya kopo, alo emigrensi ya kopo. Ama sumo, kate shilebiye, bini ayanu chumo, ame wo. Kye shekbeke, yako wanwe emi. Kika abe spotu, eyanu biye. Let's call a spade a spade. Hey, but I lady here. Hey, but no one to tell you. I mean, cry. What I find for you. You all gradually. That flat chair is by me. Watch me. Watch me. No, but I'm not going to lie. Me. I'm here. 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 And in our Blekuma, Bakuma, a careful hunch born, natural, a child do it, but Tashina will chain homes low, 
ani na blekuma akuma bo ekeke ohonshpo na chole ha chwe otashina ule westlands lo ani mene minna gama bi ojugba ebi e anya wo ni no situation na asia o ebi e fe woke ha ha i na ken ha i can say office what lease fe no e lease e ta gbe ne wa yue tree no ke da bi okay lease le 40 years 50 years I'll play this song a lot, but I thought it was good to use Chao Maniaba to end this segment. What was he saying for those who don't speak Ga? Ah, in summary, he, he, he talked a bit about um, growing up, what things were like when he was growing up in Accra. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, he mentioned things like going to watch people being sprinkled and those kinds of traditions and, you know, growing up with seeing Ga gentlemen and, and, and ladies and at the ministries, for instance, you would hear typical names. Ga names of people who work Eggman, there. And they, they, Banaman, he made it humorous, Olegu, you know. They, 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 they owed money to maybe the Yoka Gali seller. Yeah. You know, the Beans and Gary sellers, they, they haven't paid. At the end of the month, the sellers want their money, you know. So he said you would hear some of those names. Not, not Mr. Banama, you know, those kind of, kind yeah. of thing. Um, but now you don't hear that anymore because all the guns who used to work there traditionally, you don't, you don't see that anymore. And how when he was deputy interior minister, he would even go around trying to get some of the young men in town just to, to give them jobs. Look, just go, even go and work in the police service, things of that nature. No, in the morning when people are going to work, they're asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they'll, oh, I feel fine. You know, they want to get something from him. They will be, they'll be they'll saying, be they'll go and, be, yeah, and be a case. So, so, yes, so, so, basically. So that the first um, point has to do with the, you know, because of Accra's location, a lot of the early intellectuals who helped to build the civil service were Gan people. Were Gan people. And his point is that there's been an attrition. Yes, especially because of influx of Abakumo, Ablekuma. Yeah. So, the so gas, people, people, the, the guys saying that the they guys, come and help oh, us. Yes. But does that mean they should take over? They should take over. So basically he's mm-hmm. saying that it's almost like you've sold your language, you've sold your culture, you've sold your, literally your sold land. your buildings, yeah. your land. Yeah. It's traditional areas like Hacho, you now call Westlands, yeah. Chado, you call Chino, you know, he's, he was talking thing. about the, yeah. the, the, the switch now in, yeah. and losing the language. You don't hear people speaking guy anymore. And why yeah. do you complain when people are speaking Chi? Mm-hmm. You have basically, you know, stopped speaking your language. You've given yeah. up your culture, your traditions, yeah. and you're letting it go. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem like people are interested in keeping those traditions now, the, alive. The reason I add this was to say that leadership is not just going out to do things. Mm. It's also helping people rethink their reality. So for a greater courage now, minister, he was on point. Mm. This, this speech may not be a speech for the whole country. So, so again, I'm, I'm coming back to Ghanaians. What kind of leader do we want? You see, we, we, I think we either don't know what we want or we're just hypocrites. Mm. Because... Okay, can Henry Kote ever become a president? Okay, so that was one of the calculations that people saw, um, given what we were paying attention to. I mean, when he started working and mm-hmm. um, conversations around his rising popularity and, yeah. and, and what he was doing. 
some people took the view that this guy was rising too quickly or he was hmm. doing the right things as to um, end the praise of many people across the divide. Of course, I mean, people were also interested mm-hmm. in the processes and the procedures that he was using. And I must say that, look, it is almost always the case when mayors and when some ministers decide to take the bull by the horns and deal with problems that you and I know about. For some reason, there are people always interested who want to push back. We saw it when Ejiri Blanson was also similarly curtailed under the Kufo administration towards the, the 2008 elections, if my memory serves me correctly, because at the time, he was also on an agenda to decongest Accra. Of course, Chinche also faced a similar Chinche. pushback. But you see, the Greater Accra Regional Minister is in an elevated position. Because he's the regional minister. Right. Yeah. And as Godfrey said, he's dealing with... And by the way, Chenche also supported him. Yes, yes yeah, that's he the, did. Yeah, that's the, the NDC former mayor was fully behind this guy. Yeah. So he had done something right in there. Yeah, that's right. And you see, as Godfrey rightly said, this is a portfolio, if you like. It's, it's, it's a melting pot mm-hmm. of, of all manner of people from the north, south, you know, Volta, Middle Belt. All manner of people are here. Mm-hmm. And Almost all the people here are struggling to get a piece of Accra. Charlie? Mm-hmm. And in the process, people get to walk over all the rules. Mm-hmm. Ramsar side. Okay. Why have people built there? They built there because for some reason, someone either in the district assembly mm-hmm. or someone in the lands, you know, registry. Or, or, or the TDC or, or something. Or, or, or even the chief or the or the EP exactly. or the forestry commission exactly <laughs> slept on their duties and their responsibilities because it is not possible to wake up one morning and see a high rise building built just like no. that it takes time mm-hmm. so if you have institutions of state working properly mm-hmm. some of these things can be seen in good time and stopped mm-hmm. but you see these very people who we pay to police the process go to sleep on their on on their duties and in the process within months you have a whole built-up area in an area where we had to actually protect either the land or the water resources there or even the people or the the aquatic life in that particular area it's happening in wager virtually Mm -hmm. every part of Accra is affected even if you go on the the lapam stretch there are areas that but are you bl- I want to come to the issue. No, I'll ca- are no, you no. Blaming- no, I'm coming. I'm, I'm to frame the question. Mm-hmm. For what you are describing, mm-hmm. are you looking more at the are you looking at it from the Godfrey frame as class people? So all the infractions you are talking about are done by people of means. Exactly. So it's not the ordinary poor Ghanaian who we usually blame for indiscipline. Mm-hmm. Who is actually destroying Accra? Yeah, they also have their part in how come to But them. they are more manageable. Exactly. And are they not? Yeah, they are. So, you see, these are people who ideally should know better because they have gone to school. Mm-hmm. They have read our constitution, and I assume mm-hmm. they have read our laws, or so I would assume, and they know that there are things they need to do mm-hmm. in order to get a, pop, a permit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they pay people in the institutions not to write reports yeah. that will go against them. Yeah. Sometimes they just build, oh, I got this line, or somebody sold, sold this line to me. Before you even go and get permit, they are building. Are these people you are referring to in the majority or the minority? 
It's I'm difficult. Politics. I'm talking about the. Uh, are, are you saying that mm. large sections of society, large segments of society, are involved in this? Oh, there's a, there's and it's not a microscopic few using mm. Obahia bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the difficulty for me is, is I don't have the science to back it. But I want you to think through a bit more because mm-hmm. see, if the, if what you are saying is the norm, mm-hmm. then it means that this is how we do things here. So we, should, we are we, we, when we get up and say things should change, mm-hmm. we are just deceiving ourselves. Uh-huh. If it's just a few people who have money who are doing this, and the large majority actually want the right thing to be done, then there's hope. I I think I think a good number of them. I, I'll put it that way. Mm. Are in this space because mm. look. They will tell you that when you go to the assembly, it takes forever for the permit to come. Mm-hmm. So they won't even go start the process in the first place. They want to you bail money. first and go to the assembly and see, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, the authorization. So if you take 10 houses, how many in Accra would have used that approach? Uh, honestly, if, if you go to the wager areas. It's happening like that. If you go to even the airport, airport areas as we speak, mm. especially where you have all these big churches sometimes, the airport area, the land has been encroached. Many of them did not have authorization to do what they did. What you are saying then suggests that the society, you know, and it's a very serious thing. I want you to think about it. We are saying that a lot of people are actually not willing to comply. So there's no way they will support Henry Corte because inevitably, if he succeeds, <laughs> their evil enterprise will not succeed. Uh-huh. So the people who come on air sometimes and even claim that, oh, we want things to be done the right way, mm-hmm. you don't think. They actually are interested in getting the right things that when it comes to them. Exactly. And so when the institutions at the micro level failed, the district assemblies, Mm -hmm. the registries and all of these institutions failed, Mm -hmm. it now took the regional minister to say, let me bring about sanity. Mm -hmm. He started with a campaign to clean up Accra. And some people say, oh, uh, he, he was not touching his constituency. He went there. Hmm. Seeking to clean up, yeah, yeah he, he started his own constituency, taking people off the streets because he thought that what they were doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a case to be made about the Odona Tifto Lane area mm-hmm. because you still have those Tifto Lane still there, exactly. A good number of them are selling stolen phones. It's a whole criminal enterprise to a large extent, with the greatest respect to people who are doing genuine business there. But see, that place perhaps should be turned into, say, a crack market. Yeah. In a way, not necessarily turning that place, but there should be somewhere built for the purpose of yeah. selling, yeah. you know, yeah. technology, mobile yeah. phones. Yeah. These things, when you go there, you know that you're going to buy a mobile phone. Many of these other areas are there, but the regional minister had to intervene because the institutions under him mm. have failed. Of course, people will legitimately make arguments that... This was a local ma- thing. Exactly. He ought to have built systems. Mm-hmm. But you see, at some point, you lead from the top. And then... Exactly. And then you build this, the systems. But you see, the problem we have in this country is that politicians are almost always thinking about the next election. Oh, you think it's an election issue? Yes. Because, I, just okay, so let me explain. So, as I said, when I started, mm-hmm. people started talking about, oh, this guy, the way he's going, if Baumia becomes the flag bearer. Oh. I'm telling you. Go for it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I think I'm on next election. Oh, Charlie, I'm telling you. And not even. Oh, wow. Yeah. People started talking about. Oh, the way this guy is going, not South ticket. He might be a good candidate. We, we must clip his wings. Uh-huh. So let's do something about him. His popularity was going so fast. Let's clip him. And I remember that when while I was in the UK, I got some messages to that effect. 
about how they were seeking to deal with him. And hey. in fact, a voice came out, he hey. himself spoke about it, mm-hmm. at a public forum, that people were seeking to either destroy him or they were seeking to tame him in a yeah, way but I make but it, at the time it would have been premature to be talking about the public. Yeah. But these conversations were going on that he was, he was, he was rising too much. Was, yeah, that's right. So mm. let's tame him. That's one. Hey. The other also has to do with the fact that people have acquired ill-gotten wealth mm-hmm. by reason of the things that I've said. Because if you are not supposed to build in a particular area mm-hmm. and you build anyway, sometimes these are lands that are being litigated over. But people use their forces, their powers in offices that they should use to serve as to knock people off the land. And they sometimes build in waterways. Mm-hmm. This man says, let's do something about it. And because of the influence that person has in government or in a particular office, or because he is close to someone in power, mm-hmm. he wants to tame the, the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yes. If the guy was doing something really great, which we agree he was doing, the best the president ought to have done would say that, oh, Charlie, you are doing a great work. Maybe reshuffle. Let's make you the local government minister, as he said. But he doesn't, the president didn't do reshuffle. It, oh, that's, that's one thing. That's Expand his tentacles and his influence. Give him more power. Exactly. So that he can repeat the seeming successes that he's recorded in Accra yeah. around the whole country. Kumasi, to a large extent, is also a big messaging there. Mm-hmm. If you go to Takradi, there are areas that you wouldn't even like going. Tema, Tema, the last time I saw a video, mm-hmm. just behind the Tema district, uh, what do you call it? The, the, CDC. The, CDC. Development. Seaway, raw seaway. Forgive me if you're having breakfast. Mm-hmm. Oozing out of the, the yeah. what do you call it, the chambers, like that. Someone took a video. Patricia Megashi sent me that video. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah going out like that. Tema, Tema, Tema. A city that was built by Kwame Nkrumah with a vision looking so many years into the future. I want to take you on on something you said. Good. Is it necessary if somebody is succeeding at the local level to elevate him to a national level mm. uh, to replicate the success? I'm asking this because development is local. Yeah, that's true. So that what works in Accra may not work in Kumasi. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to uh, force you to think about this. So yeah. instead of saying, Henry Corte, you've done well as Greater Accra Regional Minister, become local government, so I can say, okay, committee that found Henry Corte, I want a Henry Corte that will fit into the Kumasi system mm-hmm. for Mashanti. Mm-hmm. I want a Henry Corte that will fit into the Tamale system for Tamale mm-hmm. to do, use a Tamale base up. Because I can tell you that the issues in Kumasi are more complex than the issues in Accra. Mm-hmm. Because in Kumasi, there's Menshia. Yeah. There are people using Menshia's name for all kinds of things. So that you may be promoting him, like you've got the Pepita principle, you may be promoting him to his point of incompetence. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I've, I've, I agree with everything you said, so I'm just trying to question that. Maybe the way we see leadership, we still have too much faith in national level leadership. And I'll say this. If you ask me to list my top government appointees, they are not ministers. True. They are people who run, for example, Ghana Water Company, GIPC, DVLA, those kinds of agencies. Mm-hmm. I see people who run those institutions make more impact than even ministers. So I'm coming back to say maybe we feel the role of a minister may not be that, that wild because there is the age. So if, if, you, if you want to really change the country, Look for people at the local and the middle level. So, for example, put people in charge of state agencies. For example, this is one of the agencies I really admire, Ghana Export Promotion Authority, GEPA. Okay. 
or even Ghana Tourism Authority. So instead of so I'm I'm I'm, I'm so I'm saying that we seem to think that the person must rise to a minister. He has a bigger scope. But if you if you your strategy was let me put my best people in like he says in China, the best leaders are in charge of provinces. Yeah. They are not in charge of the you, country. You, you will not be so because so sorry, uh, let's think about it carefully. So it's, it's because at the national level, the politics is too much. Mm-hmm. So look for replic- look for eleven, ten Henry Cortes or sixteen Henry Cortes instead of saying, let's promote him. I want you to think about that. You see, I agree with some of the submissions that you have made, mm-hmm. but you see, it is not the only way of doing it. It is possible to elevate Harry Corte, insist on him replicating his successes thus far in Accra, across the country, and still go about discovering other Harry Cortes across the country. A typical example in the Mahama administration was, uh, was, was it before that, um, what do you call it, Vincent Kwabeno. Mm. National service. No. When this guy became the head of the national service secretary, of course, people have all kinds of things to say about yeah, his human. He was very, very, very vibrant. But the kind of transformation that he brought in terms right. of getting that institution to get interested in agriculture, giddy, 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 what he was doing. But for some reason, Minister of Agriculture, yeah, that's right. People funny. decided to clip him. And from nowhere, they said the national service is not for farming. They should you go out. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> we have unemployed people. Is that for girls? No, he institutionalized <laughs> the growing, uh, the rearing yeah, 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 of yeah, 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 yeah. pigs. He even revamped the big farm, the piggery, the national service farm. Tell we went to some of the farms. Oh, you you think that you are on a commercial farm in the proper sense of the word? They didn't, they didn't promote him, but they they, they moved. No, they moved, but they moved to national youth authority. They, no, they actually sent him to be something register of no, no, at the no, president. No, no, that was later. That was I later. I think it was youth, he went to youth authority or something. Or no, they throw him say maybe <laughs> go do something register because for them. They forgot I cannot miss. I mean, how do you? 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 If you go be the chief register of government, can can you imagine? So in the right card number. I mean, look at the history of the National Service Secretariat. The things that have happened, you know, and what this guy came to do. Even if you have problems with some of the things, the way to deal with it was not to remove that guy and go and put him on the presidency to register with you. The way you guys are making the thing sound, Charlie. No, no, no it's a serious matter. No, the, guy, the guy was one of the. He was really good. Though. Charlie, he, yeah, was he was top, 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 top. No, top guy. He in the counting cabinet. <laughs> No, but I think, okay, based from what you're saying, Uh I I, I see Bernard's point, I see your point as well. But I think someone like a Henry Corte, he understands the rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. So even, you know, what works in Greater Accra for him, he knows. I I can anticipate someone like him doing his work to understand what would work in a place like Kumasi. Mm -hmm. What would work in a place like Tamil? And engaging the people. Yeah, Yeah, he he, he understands the rules of engagement, which is why a local government minister position for him would make sense because he would would Mm -hmm. engage the right people. Let me give you a typical example. I think. When he wanted to move the onion market, Mm -hmm. one of the things he did was to consult MPs, including those from the central region. He he consulted. He he spoke with them. Charlie, we want to bring this to your constituency. First of all, one thing that people resist is the mass movement of people At to one particular area. Mm. Because what happens it is that... the economics of the place, Exactly. Crime and everything. Everything. And then also the voting pattern. Sorry. So, 
MPs will be agitated. Yeah, that what? Your, yeah, that's right. You want to come and dilute my thing? Aha! Uh-huh. If you are moving from one place, the people from where you are moving will be angry. Aha! Uh-huh. And when you are taking them somewhere, they will also be suspicious because you are bringing big numbers there. Mm-hmm. Of course, we could have done the market in the central region better because if you go there it is developing almost to the roadside it has become we, a traffic hub exactly we need to work on that but the, the vision to be able to do that mm-hmm. to as part of the effort to decongest Accra I mean for a long time many mayors and Accra chiefs have tried to move people from that they could never do it mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've attended so many press conferences Sorry? attempts to move the people always really? resisted mm-hmm. But he used engagement with the various institutions, including the police, and in some cases, the military, to mm. ensure that this thing was done mm. in a very peaceful way, orderly way. Yeah. And he was even thinking of the, the uh, Kokompe, not Kokompe, the one, uh, Abosokai. Because that's also one yeah. area that, that can be transformed in a way. He wanted to move them to the, the Maktaheko area in, in the other side of town. Yeah. You see, that is how you develop hubs. And the moment you move apart, Samuels was making the point here the last time that why don't we have a technical, uh, what do you call it, polytechnic, for instance, in Swame, or even, uh, what do you call it, uh, Abosokai. If you set up such areas, urban centers, where you know that you are traveling to Mataiko to get a car park, and you also have centers where those cars can be fixed properly mm-hmm. you create a whole right. economy let, let me so, sort of, let me let me wrap this up so i get your point and i want to use your point to sort of wrap the, the up and say mm-hmm. another insight i just gleaned as i listen to you mm-hmm. i think what is very clear is that even for a Henry to succeed you can't succeed alone so yeah. for the idea of a Henry Corte, for now if so it's almost like it's fizzled out yeah and i think the lesson there should be that one man there's a limit to what one man can do in the sense that even though he's the figurehead he's the guy who's driving the change if the political organization around him does not give him the backing he will not succeed so this exceptionalism of let's just get one great guy to come and change everything is really a myth because from what you've just described if for example his boss had said look i like what this guy is doing and i'm going to make make sure that he succeeds that would have helped him. Mm-hmm. So Henry Cortez realized also the president's failure. Yeah. It's the failure of the whole MPP government and mm-hmm. their cabinet. And because he was citizens. and you know, for example, the president said he was going to make Accra the Kenyan city by the end of his term. Mm-hmm. The person who was going to help him do that is Henry Corte. Yeah. So the idea that let's just get one good person will not work. Where I am not sure I am clear on is whether we should do a bottom up or top down. Because you see, the Henry Corte has shown us that. You need the top to also be solid. Because if the guy on top of the Henry Corte does not support him with the political uh, uh, will. will, he will not succeed. But I still feel that for at least a year and a half, we were given an example of what is possible. What can happen. We were, and that's also important. We were shown that it is possible for one minister to build bridges, to be bipartisan, to do both the hardcore front leading from the front and also the soft mindset thing to bring the media along mm-hmm. to get problems that had taken us 30 years to solve to solve so what what, what, what he has done is to show us what is possible yeah. now what we need to do is ask ourselves do we want this so some people's job is not to do everything 
they are to show you that there's a possibility that this can be done within the limits of one and a half years so if we want it enough we can say okay how do we create 216 henry Cortes in the next district level elections mm-hmm. as an example mm-hmm. that for because i think that if you have district assemblies working the country will work yep that's what i think i think that the, the you see the central government is not as powerful as we think mm-hmm. and they, they are not as efficient as we hope so they are actually very very poor at monitoring things mm-hmm. fight against galamsey is an example so a central government like so a minister of lands cannot do much if you are building a house in in kutunse and somebody wants to encroach mm-hmm. yeah. he, he if there are 200 upset cases he, he can't do anything mm-hmm. so a minister may come on the front page of the graphic and make nice speeches. If the people at the district share, he can't do anything. Yep. So I am saying that in terms of design for development, we civil society and media must start focusing on identifying and pushing people at the city level. Con- yes, the, 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 the district level. Mm-hmm. Identify talent and say, look, these are the guys who, if we put in charge of our spaces. And that's the other thing. If you are a and all your mates are more serious than you. You will be pushed out of the position. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that when you work with something like you are a manager of a news, some people come from university, they are very energetic. Every day they have a new project. If you are a, an editor who is lazy, you will be exposed. Yep. Because they will start saying, Charlie, when I go to the, the news editor, every time I give him a story, he doesn't want to do it. So I'm bringing the story to him. And say, ah, but how come? So I'm saying that mm-hmm. we need to say, okay, Hoping to get a, a, a poor Kagami for what, what is, whatever is. I don't even think we can live with one. Mm-hmm. It will not, it, it, it won't help us. So let's rather say, let's identify local talent, leadership talent, district, local level, and then let's push them and let them force the people on top of them to rethink, mm-hmm. to rethink mm-hmm what is possible so it's a bit like an inverted system mm-hmm. the tail wagging the dog i know you struggle with that but where, no, where no, where my, my issue is with the fact that they don't have do they have that much autonomy or do are, are they allowed to work but that's what i'm saying that henry has shown us what is okay so k- 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 yeah. no think if, you see if i i think that the way sky describes the problem of people not wanting to do the right thing it's so widespread yeah and it's very local okay so a lot of the confusion in ghana is because people at the local level won't do the right thing so if the people who manage and i'm saying that central government so if at the midst of local government yes you can work with the uh, local government service to appoint and disappoint but if the mayor of tamale okay let me give a let me give a very funny like maybe akati north the, the dc for akati north can do a lot of good things and the local government some may not even know yeah you get me the dc for akati north can can initiate projects and he will be so successful that the local government says, Oh, Charlie, I'm told that, like Kofridia, we're here. And somebody said, Oh, the Kofridia mayor is doing well. I'm not even sure the mayor of local government knows that he's doing that well. Mm-hmm. But people can tell that there are some. So I'm saying that let's focus on either getting good people to enter the politics or even, even don't enter politics at all to help them to ascend to those spaces. Do you get me? B- because Henry Corte is at the middle. Regional minister is not the most powerful, but at least he can bring together all the 39 constituencies to unite to achieve a cause in the greater Accra region. All right, so maybe 
we could we should also start and pen this is my, my my takeaway maybe we should also empower these guys more even on our airwaves mm-hmm. right so for example we have mm-hmm. a one hour show we bring a minister uh, like like this morning abujina is on the front page of the guy there's no problem all right now if you give the kofredia mayor they are catching north dc the busa east or busa north mc and maybe the tamale mc a platform to discuss the look, change makers did you get me that may make that may be more influential because the ministers I, I, I didn't understand. The ministers can't do. They, they are so hampered by the, like, so the um, the departments and agencies are so important and so big, and the ministers, a lot of them are political appointees. A lot of them don't really have the, the the breadth and the scope of experience to really drive change. Just I'm like, Koku, you know, I'm talking, like, you know, if if I am a politician who is very eloquent on air and I speak well and I have a master's degree in economics, then they will make me a deputy minister. If I I do my PR well enough, they make me a minister. That doesn't necessarily translate into a great leader. Yep. Just that. Like, you, some of the greatest leaders I know, they manage media companies. They don't even manage the, the districts. So the fact that somebody is a minister doesn't make him a better leader than somebody who is managing a radio station. Mm-hmm. No. Do you get me? So we need to decide that a leader is a change maker. So even though Henry is a regional minister, he's actually more effective than many ministers. Mm-hmm. And we all need to make him a vice president or a president to see his... Because what it takes to become a president will corrupt him anyway... Mm-hmm. You get me? So I feel like we need to we need to understand and distill the salient points from the Henry Corte issue that one, civil society must clamor for him to come back. Two, the the, the issue of middle level management is not just important for companies but also for countries. Mm-hmm. Sky, the reason a media house would do well is not just because of the MD, it's the middle level managers. Yep. It's the same for a country. The, and he keeps telling you about China, provinces. So the guys managing the provinces, the DC is actually the part of the same where the country goes. Yep. So second lesson, middle level management, middle level management. Third lesson, let's learn to fight for things, not just fight against things. So our silence about Henry Cortez, I won't call it demise. I don't know the right word no, to use. Deep. The, the deep in whatever. We are collectively failed because we have not advocated for the right kind of leader we want. And so if there's another Henry Cortez in Kumasi, you say, Charlie, my brother, when I see what happens in Rikote, Mika, I don't think I want to do this work. Yep. So, we are sabotaging our good leaders by our silence about what is happening to him. And the other point I need to make is that when you see a good leader doing well, don't be afraid to say he's doing well. Because that's how you encourage them. You, in this our work, Sky, there are days you get complaints. There are some leaders, when I send something to them, every day they will give... And I'm doing Ghana Water Company. There's no day I have sent them a broken pipe that they have not followed up and given me a rip. Every day. Sometimes I don't even put it on air. Somebody will say, Oh, Charlie, there's a best pipe in my area. We don't know what's happening. You send it to the Ghana Water MD. He will revert by close of day. Every day. And we never even discuss it on the radio. We need to highlight those who are doing the right thing so that the people who are doing the bad thing know that they are not. You see, because the other thing is that those who are doing the bad thing, they think they are in charge. Mm-hmm. They're in the majority. Because the media doesn't project the good guys. Okay? And I feel it's a change of mindset. So, every day, this guy, he'll be bad guy. So, that will we, offer. If you start letting them know that they are actually very effective chief executives, they are very sensible DCs, they are very good ministers, they'll say, ah, then what can I do to also get that? So, I, I, I'm bringing it because, you see, I don't want to discuss the thing in a vacuum. Yeah. I want I want to let people know my my part of the problem is to highlight and so Henry Corte, wherever you are, wherever you are listening to, 
We will support you. Mm-hmm. If you decide to come back, I'm sure maybe your family has advised that no more. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> you know, just take her easy. No more. I want you to know that we will support you. We know what you have done and we think that if you want to do it, you should come back and do it. You know, we will give you the push within the limits of the law and what is ethical in, in media. We will support you. So come back. Don't run away. Don't Don't hide. You know, don't let the people intimidate you at all. The good people wait. Let's go to we. <laughs> all right. So the 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 Fred, we have a commercial interview. Yes, small. But let me do the we small. Oh, you want to read some messages? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's read some messages. I want to read um, the, the cannabis small. Okay. That's question two. Uh-huh. What? That- you want to read some of yeah, the comments? Yeah, there's a few comments that yeah, have yeah, come yeah, in regarding this yeah. this issue. So. Adam from Lakeside says, all this regional minister does is demolish and decongest. So many have done that before. Where are his plans for parks in Accra, waste recycling in Accra, systematic towing of broken down trucks in the city? The bar is too low, I guess. Well, guys, the guy was picking and choosing. Where is the biggest plan that will carry everyone around? His constituency circle tiptoe lane areas have not been touched. I guess he was protecting his vote. When others are affected, you will have issues. That's me in Tema. Okay. But guys, Um, with all the things we are saying, they, can they name a better leader than Henry Corte within the space? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just about criticizing and saying he was limited. Yeah. If you think Henry Corte's bar was low, who's the standard you are using? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mention somebody who did better than him mm-hmm. so that we can have the debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't tell me that all of them shall. That means that we have a problem. So if you say Henry Corte, the bar was low, give me two names. So you can text back. Tell us who was doing the work better than him. Then we can discuss it. Attitudinal and behavioral change will never work without revolutionary zeal and the law. In front of the Flagstaff House, the green grass is dead. How? The seat of government. I believe people are taking care of the place. So are they not paid? Come to my house at Oyarifa. I have my grass carefully watered. It is green. Okay, uh, guys, Kokui has asked the most important question. Timing is key. Mm-hmm. The minister couldn't have relocated the onion sellers in 2023. The party would have stopped him. Yeah, so, okay, so, so, what? He's done it in 2021. So, so, okay, so why don't we do the, the, yeah, the sense like, of timing was his? I, I, don't, I don't understand why this like is must also know where Yeah! So, so, don't you yeah. credit him for doing it in 2021? Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want it done or you want it to be done at the wrong time so you can prove that he's something? Mm-mm. I don't know what you're trying to achieve. You understand? It, once the guy has done it, Timing is part of the doing it. Yeah. So why, why are we wasting time on this? Mr. Korte had good intentions and a good heart, but he failed because he worked hard but didn't build the systems. He should have let the assemblies do the work whilst he gave them support. He took over the work of the mayors, so he was bound to be sabotaged. He clearly overstepped his boundaries. When he started, MMDCs had not been appointed, so it was within his bounds to act that way. But the moment MMDCs were appointed, he should have allowed them to work and supervise. The work was good, but he took over the work of MMDCs. Ghana forecast, As Obama said, we don't need strong men but strong systems. That's BB in North Cape. I get I disagree. You start with showing leadership. That is not disempowering. You can ask the assemblies whether they were not happy with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. They felt empowered because they had a leader they could rally around because the assemblies had been decimated by the policy of reducing their sizes. So they had a rallying point in Henry Corte to say, we can work with this guy. So let's not make it seem as if he was trying to, you know... I don't think he was trying to take it's, 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 work, it's very so. easy to sit somewhere and say, how many as how many mayors have come to complain that Henry was taking their work? Mm. What could they achieve without him? But that's the problem, isn't it? Why haven't they continued what what? That's the point example? because their size and their scope and their resources are so limited 
that they are not able. He had, he had, he, he had, for example, Henrikote could rally media. He could rally police because of his background as the former de- the deputy minister of interior. So he could get the army. How many how many mayors can do that? So his resources was based on his scope. So let's not make it look like some textbook says DC. You want to solve our problems? Yeah. Just yes, so if atomic if if a Zongo Johnson traffic is flowing, I don't care whether it's the Madina guy who did it or the regional minister who did it. You know, it's not. It's the, it, working. Yes, once it's a dog, can it back? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a Chinese dog or an American dog, I don't care. We are very fixated with this thing of oh, the, the, like, like you are in a country that's so underdeveloped and so poorly governed. If somebody is rallying mayors to decongest the city, why is it in the house saying, "Well, he's sitting there doing the work of the mayors"? What mayor has done anything in the past ten years that you are proud of? But, but that's the problem. That's the problem. So I, I want a solution. I'm yes. not an ideologue. So I'm not sitting in my house saying, this is what should have been done. The solution is what we want, not the methodology that you have gone to learn in school. That's my the point. <laughs> oh. Bernard, Henry Corte will not be allowed to succeed. The market is the source of revenue and power for traditional leaders and other interests. There are a number of people going around every day collecting money and items, apart from the assembly. The markets are the channels for expressing power and authority. Relocating the markets is e- equal to deprivation of power authority and livelihood. He dare not try. This cuts across the entire country. Ghana would definitely not change in any way. It's the same with any other issue in Ghana, including the debt exchange. That's Nanayao from mm. Tema. Mm. Okay. Um, Team Bernard and Team City, you, you asked what we want. Very good question. We should clear the poor sellers on our pavements, but we should also clear those buildings belonging to the rich sitting in waterways. That's me in a month from. That's what Gofer was saying. Bernard, civil society is tired. We've spoken, sir, and nothing happens. Change your approach. We are even attacked and branded anti-Ghana. You, 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 you have only one day to die. Unfortunately, <laughs> we, <laughs> we do not have powers to make or enforce our laws. You have power to coordinate. and it's called, Look, the power I have is called convening power. So, so, so you have power. Don't tell yourself you don't have power. It's not said, true. So tell your political leaders to enforce the laws. Civil society has done its bit, most often without the support of you media people. It's not true. Hey. Civil society has not done okay. its bit. It's just giving excuses. Okay. The, change your approach. Approach. Work, why? Don't civil society people come on air? Yeah. Let's not stop. You see, for me, I, I always say we that if your objective is to bring change, you don't sit and say we've done our bit. What have you done? You keep doing. Do you know how long some people have been talking in Ghana? Sorry. Do you know how long Chris Pratt has been fighting okay. the system with hey. his bag? Grandfather, you told me. <laughs> you know, Chris Pratt, when I was in primary school, he was holding that bag fighting the system. It's not finished. You are sitting there saying you are tired. Have you worked more than Chris Pratt? says, I think it's the big men that sabotage Henry Corte. Last year there's an audio or video of him saying people in the MPP are complaining he's becoming too powerful mm. and could overtake the party we live in de- a demographic of negative behavioral psychology to good leadership mm. we fight positive change for socio- socioeconomic development especially when it's against the big men Henry is our pride as God people and we are proud of his leadership okay Delali in Takaradi says this whole Henry Korte issue is a resemblance of the so-called system we run in the country Bernard when you want to clean that system you get sabotaged because of people with influence who are affected one way or the other by your clean up posture. He was doing great until it affected some people with influence and that resulted in him halting. I always say if those in power want something to change it will. If they don't, it won't. That is the system we run, Bernard. And until a leader who can stand up and curb all this nonsense rises, we will continue in that system. Or until, until I just want to qualify that. Yes. He says until a leader who you see, a leader will never rise. Stand up and curb all the nonsense. The the statement is self-defeating. A leader like that will never rise. We must grow them. 
Hmm. You see, when you say the thing and you leave it to the air, the air will not bring anything back. Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah. found Henry Corti and groomed him. It's called Sheikh Aisikwe. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that we are talking about today. Somebody found him and groomed him. So you can't sit down and say until the leader rises. Where will the leader rise from? Do they grow on trees? <laughs> when you identify somebody, we went to school to do some meeting. We saw some young guy holding a camera. We said, come and get an internship. Pay his school fees. Grow leaders. That's what you do. You don't sit down and say until the leader rises. Henry Cotter was re- re- given an opportunity by somebody. Who are you growing? Okay, and no leader will rise from anywhere. You have to identify the person in secondary school, pay his school fees, put him in look something. Give him all these boys were at Blackwa. It was my mate. Somebody groomed him. Somebody helped him. So if you say you love the country, who are you growing? Who 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 are you putting the values you have into? Right? That you say, oh, and why will the leader arise? You think Xi Jinping just got up and arose from somewhere? Somebody put him there. And somebody gave him an opportunity. So, for me, I don't like when people make it look like until something changes, you are the person there to do the change. Be the change you want to you, 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 Any problem you see and you don't think you are empowered to solve it, it means you have been defeated. Just that. The reason we talk like this is that we feel our talking can make a change. Otherwise, we'll go and sit, 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 sit at home. Imagine if we were not talking. So, please stop um, deflecting. What's the word? Stop. Um, re- what's the word to yourself? Somebody told you that. The relic. It's like you are giving your agency to somebody until a leader emerges. Why will a leader, why will a, where do leaders emerge from? Like from trees? Leaders must be groomed. That's why I'm saying to you that it's easier to groom leaders at the middle level. Okay? I'll give you an example. Radio station. Isn't it easier to take national service people and train them in three years to become good managers than to pray for another summons? Where do, do people like Samens grow on trees? You'll find them. So you take people, Henry, Anyoriga, all these boys, Caleb, and grow them. You don't get up and say, let me go and recruit another MD from somewhere. No. If you want an organization to succeed, to last, you must grow people at the middle level. That's the same for a country. So it's not like we shouldn't pray for a big leader. But a big leader with a bottom, like, it's like, I told you there was something uh, this guy said, um, Sun Chu. He said, when the, when the top is too strong, and the base is too weak. You have collapsed. Mm-hmm. When the base is too strong and the top is too weak, you have rebellion. He was talking about the art of war. Mm-hmm. Sancho, you can read it. He says, in an organization, you need a balance of power. When the leader at the top is too gifted and talented, and all the people he works with, the, the Amasha, mm-hmm. he says, the leader will collapse because the, he, the, the organization has nothing to stand on. Nkrumah so the MB is not there, nothing happens. Nkrumah had that problem. Good. Then he says, but if you have the people, and he was using a military strategy, if the people at the bottom are too powerful, the generals, or the, like the common soldiers, are so independent, mm-hmm. and the generals are weak, then you have insurrection and insubordination. That leads to confusion and chaos. Thank you. So you see, the, what, what, what uh, the Chinese guy, mm-hmm. Sanchu, Sanchu said, you can say in increments time, the guy at the top was too far out and everybody else was low. Mm-hmm. So the thing collapsed on him. Then the June 4, you had inexperienced guys with too much power, mm-hmm. not enough strength at the top. Mm-hmm. It led to disorder and civil insurrection. Yeah. The real truth is that the two must go together. So, delicate balance. and I'm saying that till tomorrow, all of us who keep contributing to radio stations, tell yourself, I'll grow a leader a month. In one year, 12 people who believe in what you say you believe in. Produce 12 protégés and say, these 12 people are people who I have either helped pay their school fees, I have given them books to read, I have 
let them accompany me to events. Mm-hmm. I have made them meet people. Mm-hmm. I have spent time pouring wisdom into them. If you do, if if you if you raise twelve leaders a year, for the next ten years, that's one twenty people. Some of them are politics. That's some of them are business. Mass. That's how you change a country. That's a critical mass. Yes, and so we shouldn't let the thing look like somebody must. Nobody's going to do anything for us. Nobody is going to do anything for you. If you don't get up and do it yourself, you just die. And I feel like people look you. If you there are many secondary schools you go to, you get a full hall. If you, I can take you to secondary schools and you can just start talking about your life, you have such a powerful story. Do you understand? You just don't have time. And there are many, many people listening to me who have the same platform. So don't sit down and expect some MC to come and save you. He's not going to save you. <laughs> he's not going to. He's not going to do it. It's a call to leadership, and that's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And let's stop shirking responsibility and blaming other people for our own lack of leadership. That's the point. Okay. One more. Nana says, I'm glad you're revisiting the Korte matter. I think in aligning with your call for ideas on how to support him, we must keep this activism of challenging why he has been slowed down. We should investigate and name those who slow his work down. Garnering public support for his original intentions should be another objective. And I agree with Bernard. Ghanaians aren't activists who fight for something. We must change. Instead of actively and publicly supporting him, we watched him. Typical Ghana. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll speak to the CEO of SIGA. SIGA is a state interest and... Government's authority. I'm going to talk to him briefly because we need to highlight the work they do because these are the guys who run state agencies. State agencies, yeah. A lot of them are making losses. So we want to know what they do. We'll take a short break. Talk to him briefly. Two minutes. And then hopefully we'll start with the we issue. This is too hard, you This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. All right, so it's uh, 13 minutes past the hour. Uh, okay, so we, 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 have, we are shifting tact a bit. Um, let's play a quick report for you. I, I wish I wish I had time after 17 minutes, but I'm going to try my best. We, um, Fred Duho, Fred Duho was uh, at the NACOB, mm-hmm. and they went to burn 50 million cities worth of yeah, cannabis. Yeah. Yep. Charlie, they just went to burn it. 50 Here's the report by Fred Duho. We are within the Bundasi military zone here in the bush somewhere around Pram Pram, not too far from the Saglemi housing project. And what you can see, heap of sacks actually at various locations containing cannabis that were given clearance by the court for the NACOC, which is the Narcotics Control Commission, to actually destroy of them and for them not to find its way into the economy and this particular quantity we understand is about 50,000 kilograms of the cannabis that were intercepted since 2021 
to date and so far this has a market value of about 50 million Ghana cities according to the NACOC official. The court has given us the order, the destruction certificate to go ahead and destroy these cannabis that we're doing. In our work, if not one of the biggest, if not the biggest, it could be one of the biggest uh, so far that we're destroying. In terms of street value, we're looking at 50 million Ghana cities, which is a lot of money. And these drugs were seized in uh, Volta and Eastern region. What about the other regions? Is it the case that there are no drug activities or illicit drug flow in those areas? Yeah, cannabis grows in, in every part of Ghana, but there are certain places that it does well. Uh, Eastern region and uh, Volta region, some part of uh, Bono also uh, does well. But what we are having now is those ones that were seized in these two regions that we're doing. One would want to know why wouldn't they find another alternative of disposing of them? Well, the Public Affairs Director of NACOG has been speaking to us to that effect. Section 39 of the Narcotics Control Commission Act uh, 1019 it says that cannabis is an illegal uh, drug and therefore you cannot say that you're going to trade it. We've, we've heard people say that why are you destroying it? You can sell it. You can because it is an illegal thing. Other countries, other countries are legalizing it. They have their laws. They have their laws, and based on their laws, they can do whatever they want to do with it. We have our law. As the law stands now, it is illegal unless we do anything. Unless there is a change in the law, as we speak now. The good people, our parliamentarians, are saying that it is an illegal uh, activity and therefore once you engage in it, you're going against the law. In effect, if we want to call for legalization, what probably, uh, what methods would you want us to adopt as a nation so that we don't see that sort of destruction it causes to or the abuse we normally see uh, people engage in? The, 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 the abuse, when you, when you, I'm, I'm glad you're talking about the abuse. The abuse, the law as we have it now, uh, says that if somebody uses, uh, drugs and the person is arrested, the person goes to court and the court has an authority to do a medical test on that person. And if it is certified that this person has a drug use disorder, then the court can order that person. Instead of going to prison, the court can order the person to go for rehabilitation. And once you go for rehabilitation, you can be treated and become useful citizen to the country again. And in the same law, the uh, 1019, it is urging the commission to... Uh, to establish a fund, a rehabilitation fund, to help people who are drug use dependency. So one of the officers is opening the sack to expose of the content with a sharp jackknife. And this is what we see in a tape. Please, I'm curious. I want to see what is inside. Can you open it for me to see what is there? Wow. 
So he's tearing this open, and I can see dry leaves. Uh, well, the content is being opened like bread and butter. Huh? Wow. So this is cannabis. And they are going to destroy all this uh, worth over 50 million Ghana cities. And these are dry leaves through the intelligence of officers from NACOG and other state agencies. They've been able to intercept this over a period of time since 2021 and uh, a heap of them in sacks at various locations. They would set fire into them very soon and totally destroy them and make sure it doesn't find its way back into the economy. When did the work at NACO overhead? We, we identified them with our, our lab number. So we have our lab number here, which is 25 FX5 2022. And this, the SAC number 175, that we work on. So now we identify each SAC. So this one, so, so this another SAC work on. This SAC number 181, and the lab number is 25 FS5. By working on what do you mean? We, we, we sample, uh, we did a sampling, and then we take sample to our lab for analysis. So we have done the work, and we have produced a report. We are giving the report to NACOC. So they have our report. So this is an authentic cannabis? Yes, yes, it is. It is. It has authentic cannabis. We are taking one, one sample from a whole lot, yes, for a court registrar. So we are done with this yeah. one. So why are you people complaining about this 50 million thing? What is the problem? Just explain explain the problem well so that I can understand you. Oh, why why we're upset that? Yeah, because all like, like, how can you just burn 50 million into the cannabis has been just bent, you know, just wasted. You know, so what's the problem with this? I mean, because from the the bit of information we've gathered or we know and the research that has been done, we know that there are so many uses for this particular 
crop. What did Fred do? Who call it leaves? What is it? Is that from dry leaves? He was being as if he hasn't even seen the thing before. As if he's as if he's any. For all you know, he has not seen it. For all you know, it's bay leaf. Bay leaf that you put in. Yes. Fred who? He said he's sky. He grew up in the Volta region. The Volta region is one of the most fertile lands for the growth of this thing. So he can't be pretending that he doesn't know what it is. Ah, in fact, he's discriminating against the leaves by pretending that he doesn't know what they are. I see a sack of dry leaves. <laughs> you know, and they are and going they to burn it. And the sack number is one eight five. What are the uses? <sighs> Myriad. Myriad of uses. Um, in the cosmetics industry, it's very, very popular mm-hmm. for everything from hair products to body creams, etc. Really? Um, for pain relief, we know that there's been a lot of, of research done. Mm-hmm. There are people who rely on um, marijuana-based. Mm-hmm. Analgesics, mm-hmm. Um, you know, to take care of pain issues. So I think um, leaves, the yeah. seeds. There are people who even use it for uh, eye issues, like the glaucoma. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what? So, like glaucoma. Oh, okay. People use it for for eye issues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, some I'm pharmaceutical textiles, companies, te- textiles as well. Clothing, yes. diapers, shoes, fabrics. You know, it's yeah, it's so it makes you wonder that fine hemp you seed know, oil, hemp protein powder. Yes, yes, yes. Hemp yes. seed. Something and of course for consumption, soap, and shampoo, not just lotion, smoking. Yeah, oh yeah, the, oil um, paints, varnish. So many uses for this. So like a wonder plant. It, exactly. So you wonder why? So why do we wonder? only use it for smoking? Who says we only use it for but smoking? Let me ask a question. Okay. Why is it that? Why is it banned in Ghana? Well, you see, the 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 law considers it. In fact, it, it has colonial roots, really. Um, you know, oh, okay. of course, yeah. So okay. uh, it's a law we inherited. Oh, and we haven't changed. <laughs> no, we inherited this law from Yeah, the that's British. right. But you see, we have to distinguish some people, and and, and that's the, the position really that we should distinguish between the one which people smoke and the one which is commercially viable for production. Is it the same plant? It's the same plant, but in different grades. You know, the varieties are there, just like you have some purple which may produce a certain level of, you know, fruit, and another which may be used for producing, say, fabric, or maybe fiber or something. You understand? So, there are... There's a commercial... cassava for eating and cassava for starch. Exactly. You know, so, so there's that distinction. Um, but there, it grows a lot in Ghana. Yeah, it grows. The climate is, is solid for it, and we are told that our grade, if not the highest, is among the highest. And in fact... Before he died, uh, you know, Kofi Annan and his institution were also so doing So why did the colonialists uh, make a law to ban it? Because w- w- the view was that it was harmful to those who consume it. And in fact, I was just looking at... Uh, who consume it in what form? Because you just smoking, said that you can use it for powder, you can use it for cream, you can use it for things. So as it was harmful for to be smoked. Yeah, to, so, so for instance, this academic paper I read some time ago, marijuana use and repeated attempted suicide among oh. senior high school students in Ghana. Okay. Evidence from the WHO Global School Based Student Health Survey 2012. Mm-hmm. And this paper was done by John Tete, George um, uh, Ekem Ferguson and Alfred Edwin Yorson. And let me just read their conclusion. They say that marijuana use does not only influence the onset of suicidal attempts, but also repeated attempted suicide among senior high school students in Ghana. 
special attention is required for suicide attempts with a history of repeated attempts and recurrent marijuana use among senior high school students in Ghana. Early identification of the potential risks and protective factors is recommended to inform school-based interventions. Mm-hmm. National-level structured school-based substance abuse interventions and health promotion programs will be useful. Mm-hmm. So the point is that, yes, um, you know, there's a push for its decriminalization. Some people go as far as distinguishing between decriminalizing um, the type that can be used on a commercial scale and the type that can be smoked. Of course, the two can be used commercially. But some people take the view that because we do not have the systems to police how they will be used in the country. So in the secondary schools, many of the people who become cannabis users got to use it for the first time in secondary schools. In their schools, to boarding houses and sometimes day schools. I mean, those days when we were in school, mm. you go to the back where we call Babu school, the back of, of, of the school, and you see some people gather and, and the small boys and you know young men and they are doing their own thing. They are, they are puffing off. So some people say that you do not have the system to actually protect the youth. Okay. You do not have a system to track which one is legal and which one is not legal. So, so ban the whole thing. They're all, all together. Okay. But what exactly happened recently? So Parliament, not long ago, in 2020, mm-hmm. amended the relevant law, which is the Narcotic Commission um, Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just... Um, Act 2020. Yeah, 2020. Um, Act 1019. Uh-huh. Act 1019. Exactly. So they amended by inserting um, a clause with the Constitution... Um, the, 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 what do you call it? The Supreme Court found mm. unconstitutional. So, uh-huh. Section 43, when they amended it, they inserted this provision, special provision relating to cannabis. Mm-hmm. It says, one, despite such as Section 39 to 42, which basically outlaw is used, mm-hmm. the minister, on the recommendation of the commission, may grant a license for the cultivation of cannabis, which has not more than 0.3 TAC content, you uh-huh. understand? So the grade mm-hmm. on a dry weight basis for industrial purposes, for obtaining fiber or seed, or for medical purposes. Subsection two says that for the avoidance of doubt, a license granted under subsection one shall not be for the cultivation of cannabis for recreational use. So that's the distinction. So they were trying to create the space in the law mm-hmm. to manage the problem you saw. Exactly. So why didn't the law go through? Uh-huh. So the when the amendment was done, people mm-hmm. began to inundate the board, which is now what is now a commission, yes. yes, with requests to produce in a commercial way. Okay. And some gentleman, um the name is Ezwame. Mm-hmm. Um Ezwame. Manan went to the Supreme Court to argue that the processes that were used by Parliament to pass the amendment or to insert the relevant provision violated Article 106 of the Constitution, and okay, and he okay, okay. he dealt specifically with the provision um, relating to the process as to how to originate a bail and what it must come with. Um, briefly, Bernard, if you go to the relevant provision, Article 106.2 of the Constitution, it says that no bail other than such a bail as is, um, what do you call it, 
referred to in paragraph A of Article 108 of this Constitution shall be introduced in Parliament unless A, it is accompanied by an explanatory memorandum setting out in detail the policy and principles of the bill, the defects of the existing law, the remedies proposed to deal with those defects and the necessity for its introduction. And B says... It has been published in the Gazette at least 14 days before the date of its introduction. So they didn't do that. Okay, so that's what they... Okay. So in essence, the Supreme Court took the view that the Parliament went ahead to make this insertion without subjecting the process to what the Constitution says. So it's not a substantive, it's a procedural issue. So what you're saying is that if they correct that, the law is still good. Yeah, the question is whether it can be done. Because, you see, the Christian community is deemed to be very much opposed to this thing because they believe it is an affront to Christianhood to smoke... Why did you hear that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm not saying honestly, like, because they are not, they are fighting LGBT. No, it's, it's one of... In fact, if you... If, if you so you are saying that if they subject the process to that, uh-huh. they oppose it. There will be a pushback. Yeah, but let's have a conversation on it. Uh-huh. So, I, I think maybe the platform should be created yeah, properly. Because, because for me, I think we should look at the pros and cons and then... They, I mean, I always take the view that mm-hmm. always try and say, what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. First... Then what's the best way to do it? Don't start from we got that level. It's what has kept us here for the past fifty years. Mm-hmm. So we don't start by shouting. We start by thinking and saying, okay, what do we want to achieve? How other people done it? What can we do so we can achieve what we want to achieve mm-hmm. at the least possible damage? We'll take a break, do a quick short conversation on something quite important, and then come back to see if we can get some insight into this. I want to call Nakob and ask them their own views mm-hmm. about this as well. Ninety-seven point three CTFM nine thirty-two City for Show. There were two questions to answer. Question one, we, I believe we we answered. Question two, we are still trying to deal with. But let's talk about the money emergency code. The money emergency code. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, there are medical emergencies, but there are also financial emergencies. That's what that one. The constant. You know, I don't know if you had a financial emergency before. Ah, then you know. Charlie. No, a medical emergency, a no, financial no. emergency where Charlie, <laughs> oh, you chop hot to the point that you, 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 you buy 170 Ghana Ghana fuel. Oh, and somebody, oh, <laughs> that's a financial emergency where you need to buy 170 cities worth of fuel. A money, and money, Charlie, a money emergency. Hmm. Money she said, the, and you know, you don't, you know, you should have somebody on your phone that you can call when you have a money emergency. Yes. But many of us don't have people like that. <laughs> I shared my money emergency with you and you ignored me. You chopped that thousand CDs by yourself. No, 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 no. Don't bring yourself this morning. You know, I went to fill the tank. Uh huh. And how much did it morning. cost? It's, uh, it's, I'll tell you something. Yes. When I took the and this, I don't know how they did it. I gave the car to the, the, the driver to go and fill the to go and buy fuel. Yes. He said he bought 500. The tank was full. So there was petrol in your tank? In Nanyumo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. All this story. But no, no, no. The thing was red. The red didn't change. So I, so I, okay, let me tell you what happened. Somebody called me and, from, and said I should come and get fuel for 500 CDs. So I gave it to a driver to go and buy. Yes. When he came, the fuel was full to the brim. So I don't know why they added more or... Ah, maybe they filled the fuel. But the, one, like, the 170 they gave me didn't show. That 170, even when we finished the show and I went, there was still nothing in the car. <laughs> So don't even go there. So we are going to talk about money emergencies. <laughs> Kate Thompson, 
I, I know that name somewhere. Kate Thompson. Kate yes, Thompson. Kate Thompson. Head of consumer products. You've been here before. Yes, I have. Yes. My first headmistress was called Mrs. Thompson in university primary. Is she your mother? I know her very well. You know her very well. <laughs> yes. There's also another one in uh, Gehi. Mm-hmm. That's also your something. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then Nanaya Japong is the head of consumer marketing. I know that name as well. So we are talking about uh, money emergencies with friends from Echo Bank. And they have introduced the money emergency code. Mm. It is wow. Save it on your phone. <laughs> to, to save it on. So ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you doing? Very well. How is Echo Bank? Are well. you are you winning? We are, winning. are you strong? <laughs> you are there. Going stronger. Wonderful. So what is the w- w- okay? What is the Echo Bank solution to the money emergency? I don't know if we've described the money emergency well. Where you are broke, <laughs> right? Is that a money emergency? Or oh, that's not what money emergency is. Not necessarily. Okay, explain what a, what's, what's a money emergency <laughs> okay. in your context. Good morning. Morning. And thank you very much, and thank you for having us on the show. So, mm. money emergency is, you know, basically when you have an emergency, something that requires immediate action. Come on. And um, uh, when we look at our environments, we have various emergencies, mm-hmm. like fire emergency, mm-hmm. medical emergencies, mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. And we are saying that for money emergency, we want to make sure that where you need to actually. Uh, solve a problem that is related to money, you're able to easily have access to that and do that. Mm. So that is what the money emergency is about. And that is how come we have introduced a code, Mm -hmm. star 770 hash, Mm -hmm. that allows you to have access to your bank, Mm. bank account, when you need to make payments, when you need to do any financial transaction. Mm -hmm. So basically, that is what it is. Mm. And the star 770 hash code is Mm. just um, a channel, Mm. a USSD channel that Mm -hmm. is being utilized. Uh, It's an an offline mode. Mm -hmm. Uh, It allows you to have access when you don't have access to the Internet, but Mm -hmm. you can still do your banking services. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you should be able to and make a bill payment, you mm-hmm. should be able to pay for your fuel mm. when you get to the uh, um, fuel station and okay. then you don't. You need to have access to the funds in your account. Mm. You should be able to pay for your bills before your electricity goes off. I see. And when your airtime runs out, you should be able to have access to it. Mm. So that code solves all your money. Oh, we, we get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about something Shall else. Shall I be We thinking about something else. We were thinking of something yeah. totally different. So, okay. Yeah, so okay, let's start with you before I come in. All right. Okay. So, can anybody use this for the EcoBank USSD code? And what types of transactions can you perform using the code? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, anyone can use mm. Star 770. Okay. Once you have a mobile phone. Is it? It's anybody? Not res- anyone. Mm. It's not restricted to a smartphone. You don't need to have access to data mm-hmm. at that time. Once okay. you dial Star 770. Mm-hmm. You are through to perform the transactions that mm-hmm. um, other members mm-hmm. of EcoBank family are enjoying currently. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have an account with us, you can even um, dial the same style, star 770 hash and open an Express account. Mm-hmm. Once you, you, you go follow the prompt and join the family, you have access to buying airtime, funding your mobile money wallet if you need to, um, paying school fees, DSTV bills, and you can also um, look, um, it, it directs you to where uh, Express Express points are. Mm-hmm. One, if you need to make a deposit and you don't need to come into the bank, you can be directed to any of these Express point locations. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And how so, so, so what's an Express account? An Express account is a basic account that um, you can open via the phone. Okay. It, um, 
it doesn't require that you coming into the banking hall to do um, all the through all the process of opening an account. Because when I dial star seven seven zero hash, it asked me whether I had an express account or whether I wanted to open one. So you're saying that then you can actually open it whilst you are sitting there? You can open it whilst you are sitting here. You would need your Ghana card mm. to open the Express account. So what if I'm already an EcoBank account holder? If so I can have a regular EcoBank account. Can I still use the star 770? Yes, you can still use So how do I use it then? I put my bank details inside, my account details in the star 770. Okay, so I have an account already. So once I dial star 770, it takes me directly to the... So you say, welcome to EcoBank Mobile Banking. One, open Express account. To open Express Save account, three attach mobile number to account. So in your case, you will do three, if you haven't done it before, or what you do? Express okay. loan. Okay. Well, I have an, an, an EcoBank account, so I'll show you what. Yeah. How do you do it? So when I dial, mm. it says Welcome to EcoBank Mobile Banking. Mm. So one airtime, two Express Cash. It means you're already in the system. I'm already in the system, so it just gives me options to transact. But if you are not an EcoBank account holder, then it gives you this. Mm. That's when you get to open the account and okay. then you get onto this platform and then you can transact as well. Okay. The other question is, Kukui has a regular EcoBank account. Yeah. What if the person has an EcoBank savings account? Will they still have the same thing she has? Okay. So once you have an account with EcoBank, mm -hmm. it means that you have access. You should be able to um, sign up for the uh, Star 770 hash channel, mm -hmm. which allows you to do the transactions. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Um, it's basically creating a profile for yourself. And in creating the profile, you then have access to your PIN, personal identification number, which allows you to access the services mm. to do any other transactions. And what kind of transactions can she do with oh. the Star 770 hash? So she could do, um, she could do airtime purchase. Mm -hmm. She could do data bundle purchase. Mm -hmm. She could, um, if she is out there, wherever she is in Ghana mm -hmm. and she needs to have access to banking services, that is a physical channel. Mm -hmm. We use our express points. Mm -hmm. So she should be able to locate any express point in any locality. Mm -hmm. So that is available as well. Mm -hmm. She should be able to check her balance. Mm -hmm. uh, she should be able to link her wallet, her mobile ba um, banking wallet mm -hmm. to the express account. And then of course she should be able to that is if she forms part of our target market for loan given she should be able to access salary can she make well. like bill payments yes bill payments tight payments i mean all of those things all of them yes all right and the bill payments are endless all right let's talk about security how secure is this star seven seven zero thing okay so star seven seven zero is a very very mm. secured um platform mm -hmm. what i mean as kate indicated you'll mm -hmm. be given access to it you you have to create a pin and mm -hmm. with a pin is a personal identification number which is for you you don't give that out mm -hmm. you keep it safe to yourself and then with that you you, you it's secured you don't have to mm -hmm. worry about anybody having access to mm -hmm. your 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 banking information are there transaction limits Yes, there are transaction limits. For every type of transaction, there are limits. You know that um, as a bank, you are guided by the, uh, um, by the regulator, which mm -hmm. is the Bank of Ghana. We are also working with Star 770, as we are also working with Telcos, so we ha also have limits. 
for airtime, it is a service that is being offered by the telco, so there will be a limit. Mm. So, for example, for airtime, the limit is between one CD and 100 Ghana CDs. Mm. For uh, mobile money wallet transfers, mm. you have from one CD to 5,000. Mm -hmm. For Express Cash, which is our own product, one of the finest products that you would have with Ecobank, this product allows you to be able to easily send a token to a friend who is in need by just dialing the star 770 hash, and then the person can cash out either at an Ecobank ATM or at an express point. Mm. And the limit for that is between 20 and 800 Ghana cities. Mm. So for paying your mechanic, mm. or paying your house help who has to go to the market, mm. or paying people that you need to give easy cash or quick cash to, mm. you can use that. And of course, transfers mm. to bank accounts, the limit is between... Now, Ecobank is a Pan-African bank. Yes. So you have presence all over the continent. Can these transactions you describe be done across? So let's assume I have an Ecobank account in Nigeria, or I have a friend, my cousin is in Tanzania with Ecobank. I don't mm -hmm. know if you are there. Does this start seven? So is it a Ghana thing? Okay, so, so, that's what I'm trying okay, to ask. So this. Uh, this star seven seven zero hash is um, we have that access to that from the National Communication Authority. So it's a national so it's for Ghana. So for other affiliates in Ecobank, they also have their own code. Okay. However, the services run across all our affiliates. What about if I wanted to top up my investment with say EDC? It's not the same company, but so I don't go to the bank and go and give them a check. I want to pay for whatever. Or oh, this is just Ecobank. So this is just Ecobank. For the EDC top-up, mm -hmm. we also have the uh, mobile app. Okay. okay. Which works... Okay, so the mobile app then can give you that exactly. space to do that. Okay. So the beauty about this emergency number is that it allows you to have access to all the services that you have naturally on the mobile app, which then without you need internet. the internet without internet. Oh, okay. Yes. So for young phones, everything, this yes. one works. Yes, so mm -hmm. it, it doesn't differentiate. Just <laughs> that yes, the app may have yes. a few more things because of, of the sophistication of exactly. the app exactly. as well. Um, yeah, I think I've asked all the questions I wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. I don't know, do you have any more questions? I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I mean, just using the the the, yeah. the interface, it's, it's not yeah. bad. Simple, straight. Yeah. I got a nice options. diary from Ecobank. Yes, yeah, very beautiful. With a pen. I did too. Yeah. yeah. And my name was on the pen. Mine was on everything. Yeah. So I think my children think I'm such an important person. <laughs> I know, world. right? They're like, like Mommy, how pen. did you get your name on the calendar? Said, how did you get your name? How do you become like me? <laughs> <laughs> Just learn hard. It's true. No, that's very nice. Thank you. Everybody. Well, wonderful. You're most welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. So star 770 hash express account. It could be savings. It could be current account. You could get an express loan. There are different language options. Mm. I think it's English and French, right? Yeah, there should be also local language at some point. Mm -hmm. And then you can attach your mobile number to the account, which is very important. So you can pull money from your bank into your Momo to pay. Or you can pull money in Momo and pay. I think that's one of the most interesting things. So yeah. let's assume you want to, you don't have a bank. It's Sunday, right? So you go and pull money in your Momo thing. And then you have to make a payment from your bank. You go to the star 770, you put the money from your into your bank so that the check will clear. So by Monday, right. when the guy sends the check, <laughs> so that check will that save me. Eh? Look, I, I have a system where maybe you've given a check to somebody yes. on a Thursday. And by the time you, 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 you can't go to the bank. Right. And Monday, they are going to cash it. Mm -hmm. Saturday, you go and pay Momo. And you pull the money and put it into the bank. The bank will not say no, they'll take it. So by Monday, when you go, the thing clear, jet. And I think it's really wonderful to know. And it helps you know 
where you are in your financial mm-hmm. sentences. Mm-hmm. Amazing innovation. Thank you, Kate Thompson, my first headmistress, Kate Thompson, <laughs> uh, head of consumer products, Ecobank, and Nan- Nanaya Japong, head of consumer marketing at the same bank. We'll be right back with more. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. So let's do a quick, quick announcement and see what we can do with this conversation. It's just like the helicopter conversation, we may broach it briefly today and sort of deal with it properly mm. on a different day because it's a big topic. So Fred, oh, don't worry. We'll do the topic. Don't worry. I know you are agitated. <laughs> 50 million cities up in the air. Literally. Yeah, literally up in smoke. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> we're we'll doing a TV report. So you can say, some uh-huh. commenters are saying that if Ghana doesn't legalize this, it will be 50 million dollars. So when they put the numbers there, do they think about like what this could do? What yeah. this could, you know, and let me put a number out there. Why it's good that you are at least open mm-hmm. to having this oh, engagement. I am. I am. To so all parties consider mm-hmm. by 2028, mm-hmm. this is going to be a 208 billion dollar industry. 208. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or two eight zero two zero eight billion billion in five years. Yes. And what percent are we getting? That's what we get. We are burning burning it. Ah, but even the cocoa that you are actually cultivating, how much of that do you get? A hundred billion dollar chocolate industry. You get two percent. Poverty is a crime. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. It is. I think about the many women who grow this thing, who we haven't figured out a way for them Mm. to do it legally, Mm -hmm. for it to benefit them. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm. And because they have, have, to, yeah, they have yeah, to be yeah. chased yeah. Yeah. away because they, no, no, no. I mean, that's one of the things I keep saying about law and development and what we need. That's what I'm saying. Don't start from the law. Start from what you want to achieve mm-hmm. and use the law to engineer it. Mm. See, because you can't have a conversation about this. It's like, oh, you are trying to promote something illegal. We made it illegal based on information we had. We can decide to change it. Well, the the convention that made it legal in 1961, check the countries that signed it. <laughs> and, and what check, they are and, doing. And check what they are doing now. 
Oh, help me there. I'll help you when we have the conversation proper. Don't worry. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Means there's more meat there. Okay. So, Nathan. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Vigdank Healthcare Center is saying that you need to visit them if you have issues uh, with kidney stones, hepatomegaly, hypertension, fatty liver treatment, and uh, you want to get yourself sorted. They are, they are on the Spintex Road behind the Standard Chartered Bank and they are Ghana Health Service Certified Healthcare Center. Reach them on 0549-951-211 or 0502-661-346. Mm. Now, according to the World Bank, Ghana is faced with 12% youth unemployment and more than 50% underemployment. In addition, observers generally agree that Ghana's youth are ill-prepared for the world of work and only 38 out of 100 school children transition to the next level of the academic calendar. Will you sit unconcerned or contribute to solve the problem? Your donation of only one Ghana CD a day will support Lead Africa. Lead Africa International train undeserved school children for free. Donate to 0549-274-728 or 0549-274-728 on, the, on Chango at Lead Africa International. Together, we can change the future of Ghana one student at a time. Now, as of January 1, 2023, property rate payments must be made electronically through myassembly.gov.gh using mobile money, Visa or MasterCard or checks payable to my assembly.gov.gh cash payments paper bills and letter and arrears letter sorry should not be paid property rate payers should register on my assembly.gov.gh to access their bills pay on accounts and lodge complaints hard copy paper that's the general counterfoil receipts are not valid for property rate payments and payments should not be made to anyone outside of my assembly.gov.gh property rate is a development tax pay now call 0302-756-820-0549-986-986 or 0204-295-387 for inquiries and are you planning your next adventure? Remember, it's not just the destination, it's how you get there. On Emirates, you can dine on gourmet meals inspired by regional cuisine. And of course, you can expect world-class service along every step of your journey. So wherever you decide to fly, fly better on Emirates. Find out more at emirates.com. And losing a loved one stops you in your tracks and leaves you shaken. In those trying times, you can count on Lashabi Funeral Homes. Over the past 21 years, Lashabi Funeral Homes and Crematorium has had your back when you needed it most. From picking up your loved one through to the burial or cremation and funeral receptions, Lashabi Funeral Home and Crematoriums will guide you through the unfamiliar territory of selecting products and services you will need to ensure your loved one has a fitting send-off. Contact us on 0509-542-409. Lashabi Funeral Homes and Crematorium. Dignity for the deceased, comfort for the bereaved. And are you getting good insights from your data for decision-making? Join the data analytics revolution and empower your team to work smart, save time, and deliver insights from data using the world's most powerful business tools, Microsoft Excel and Power BI. Phoenix Skills Hub offers hands-on practical training to corporates and individuals in Excel for Work, data analytics, and financial modeling. Register now at phoenixskillshub.com or call 244 782 
0800-556-356. Phoenix Skills Hub. Learn, connect, grow. And start your undergraduate or master's program this March at Webster University and get up to 40% scholarship. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Open global doors when you earn a quality American master's degree in international relations, business administration, or human resource management in just about 16 months. Admissions are open for our undergrad and graduate programs. Apply now to enroll for our March 2023 intake and get up to 40% off tuition. Call 0540-120-849 or go to webster.edu.gh. All right, so it's uh, 9.56. A few happy birthday greetings coming in. Yes, indeed. Good morning. My daughter is eight years old today. I want you to wish her a happy birthday. Her name is Lady D. Sedomfiadake. Wow. She attends school at Abbey's Academy, Vidya uh, Kuntema. This is from Michael Dake, her father. So happy birthday to you, Lady D. And happy birthday to Beatrice Iwusi of Republic Bank Head Office. This is coming from Leah and the rest of your family. We love you very much. And to Lady Apolline Wena Atipo, a very happy birthday from Reverend Wale Adeoye Famosa, our friend of Primates today. May God continue to bless her with good health and a sound mind in Jesus' name. She's a big woman. Too much, too much, too much. <laughs> In fact, no, brother, man, here, have two. Two dollars means a snack for me, but it means a big deal to you. Be strong, serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. That's the poem I wrote for the first time. I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no plate, Mr. Wendell. That's his name. No one ever knew his name, because he's a no one. Never thought twice about spending on an old bum until I had the chance to really get to know one. Now that I know him, to give him money isn't charity. He gives me some knowledge, I buy him some shoes. And I think blacks spend all their money on big colleges. Still, most of y'all come out confused. Go ahead, Mr. Wendell. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Mr. Window has freedom, a free that you and I think is dumb. Free to be without the worries of a quick to this society, for Mr. Window's a bum. His only worries are sickness and an occasional harassment by the police in their chase. Uncivilized, we call him, but I just saw him eat off the food we waste. Civilization, are we really civilized? Yes or no? Who are we to judge when thousands of innocent men can be brutally enslaved or killed over a racist grudge? Mr. Window has tried to warn us about our ways, but we don't hear him talk. Is it his fault, but we've gone too far, and we got too far, cause of him we've walked. Mr. Wind, a man, a human in flesh, but not by law. I feed you dignity to stand with pride, realize that all in all, you stand tall. Go ahead, Mr. Wendell. All right, so it's a minute to 10. If you're planning your next adventure, remember, it's not just the destination, it's how you get there. One of the best bits about holidays is the food, right? Well, so wouldn't it be great if you could get a taste of your destination even before you arrive? 
On Emirates, you can dine on gourmet meals inspired by regional cuisine. And what better way to toast the start of your holiday than with your choice of free-flowing drinks. And of course, you can expect world-class service along every step of your journey from Emirates' award-winning cabin crew. So whatever you decide, or wherever you decide to fly, fly better on Emirates. Fly more, find out more at emirates.com. We're talking about Emirates economy where you get so much more. Let me end with this very interesting message. The people in Ve Colombia or Coluenu, Coluenu are not waiting for your legalization. They are cultivating and selling to Togo. Police catch them and confiscate. Who knows where it ends up, but it doesn't stop them. We will come back to this matter. This matter is not finished. As I said, this record is not over. Thank you, Kokui. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Godfred. Thank you, Richard Sky. See the breakfast show with Bernard Ablet.